Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome into a special episode of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP Podcast. My name is Brad, aka Wildcat Dad17. My name is Chris, aka AstroZombie954. My name is Jacob, aka Dino. And today is Sunday, December 18th, because I don't know how to write correctly. Uh, so I actually got it right. Surprise. Reading the notes. <laughs> I'm so glad you caught that. I was like, wait, I'm <laughs> like, job. he's going to say 17. Nah, I got a calendar right in front of me. Um, but we are recording a special episode that will be coming out for everyone else the week between Christmas and New Year's, uh, yep. mostly because we kind of need a break that week. Yeah. So we're like, why <laughs> not record an episode that we want to talk about this little, little bit of a, um interesting episode? Uh, it's not going to be Pokemon Go in any form or fashion that we maybe talk a little bit at the end of it about, you know, what do you guys think the future impact on Go will be with some of these new things is coming? I know mm-hmm. Dino is licking his chops at potential new things coming to Go. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, hope, I mean, hopefully by the time that, you know, people hear this, they've gotten to play this and there's not spoilers for anybody whatsoever. We gave yes. it enough time, right? We gave it enough uh, time. So, so that is the big warning at the top of the show. This is full-blown spoilers allowed. Even Astro finished the game to be able to record this episode. I finished it (laughs) three hours ago. I was going to say, he definitely (laughs) didn't rush it, right? And he totally didn't also take a break just to get his Charizard before it left today. Yeah. He's like, I need to to get it. I need to get it. Yeah, so we're going to break this down into kind of six parts, kind of following the story, but also... A little bit about the general things first. So we're going to start in the part one here. And I want to talk about the Pokemon. So Dino said something really controversial right before we started recording. Here he got mad at me. Uh, (laughs) This is what we love. Stirring the pot. (laughs) Most generations, I would say, probably have at least 40% hit rates on good designs. I mean, even think about what you see in Go now. Is there any generation that you think is just knocks it out of the ballpark all the time? I mean, I know what 
Daniel said. He's gonna say Gen One. <laughs> Outside of Gen One. I mean, obviously, like the best ideas came in Gen One, right? I mean, but again, I know people have different thoughts. Of course, that's fine. But uh, honestly, like there's actually like thought behind every Pokemon in Gen One because obviously it's the first one. But uh, there in every generation there is those bad Pokemon like that. I you you're like, okay, what were you guys thinking? Um. Yeah, but how, how how big of a percentage did you say this generation's was bad designs? Okay, I started at eighty to twenty, then I went to seventy thirty, and I was just being I was just being fair with that number. Uh, but honestly, I did it just to to get Wildcat upset. But I'm still looking through the list, and it's like, oh, actually, there's a few good ones here that I didn't think about. There, I, I still stand. But I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like so many questionable designs. I do agree. There's a lot of, there's a few of them that are like amazing. Like, I'm just like, I didn't know I needed this in my life, but it's good. Like, it's insane. And there's a few, especially when we get into the paradox forms, you're like, where's the difference? What's the difference? That's what I'm saying. Like some of those, I'm just like, okay, you could have maybe made it a little bit better. You had the opportunity. Yeah. And yeah, but overall, like, like I said, I, I definitely think that there was some of them are just like, I don't even know what how this came like to be, but it could have had a, lot of, a little bit more thought into it. Look, there was no ice cream cones this generation. Amen. Or keys. Thank but God. There was. But there was some. There was some. <laughs> there was some. But there were some interesting things. Instead of talking through every single design, I wanted to try to keep this a little shorter. Uh, I will say, if you want to hear about every single design and in depth conversation. It's super effective. Did a really good six episode breakdown of the entire game. We're not going that in depth tonight. We ain't got that kind of time. So <laughs> I told the guys I want their top five best is where we're going to start. So their top five favorite new Pokemon. Astro, go. All right. Um, I'm sure at least one of these is going to be on one of your lists. Um, For sure. So my like favorite favorite um was annihilate oh like, come on <laughs> as soon as soon as i as soon as i found out that there was and i didn't like google like new forms or anything before i started playing i just started playing and i ran into some i one of the gyms or something that had mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck is that and then i was like oh my god that's a primate how do I get this? Then I had to Google it because I had to know how to <laughs> what to do and to get it. It's a ghost fighting primate evolution. It's it's awesome. I love Which it. Which I think that's the only other Pokemon. There's another one. Was um, there's a mythical Marshadow. Which is yeah, exactly. So like it it is. I'm very excited for that Pokemon. I I love when it comes out of its Pokeball. It makes like a noise, like it's cracking. Its yes, neck. it's like I'm like. <laughs> At first, I'm like, wait, what is that? And I it's look around. It's just like, I'm here to fuck shit up. It's like, <laughs> it's like he, he, you know, he's about to do some shit. Yeah. For sure. Um, of course, uh, the Houndstone, the ghost, the ghost dog is. I, I'm not. Pre- so you like Houndstone better than uh, what was the f- under form? I like the dog, the the, the puppy. What is yeah. it? Uh, uh, what is it? Grievard? Grievard. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But I loved when I was battling the the ghost gym and all the tombstones popped up and it's all the 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 hound I didn't stones. even notice that was that was like wait <laughs> that's what they were and i was like oh my gosh there's a dead dog 
It's so good. With a gr- with a tombstone on its head? It's so good. Yep. Uh then um what is it? What is it? Graphai? Sure. So so th- I will not be able to give you too much crap about pronunciation because we don't have them all yet. Yeah. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll we'll go with whatever you want to call them tonight. Okay. There we go. Gra- it's graphi I'm so glad that we got that out of the way because I'm gonna say I'm gonna butcher some of these. They're gonna be really. <laughs> some bad. of these are really hard, and I was just like, mm, I don't know about this, but <laughs> I thought that one was pretty cool. Uh, and then I loved the uh, pal- is it Paldean? Is that Paldean form of Whooper? The ground it poison. Was so good with the uh, with the crossbones. The crossbones. Cross yeah. Um, did you feel a little let down by its uh, evolution? So so sad <laughs> when I evolved it. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one because I was like, so many people love that thing, and I'm like, mm, I was yeah. hoping it was gonna go like what they do a primate, go a third evolution. So at least like you could get a quagsire with that typing. Um, but sadly, no. Uh, so I liked Whooper. I, I was not a fan of, what is it? Clog, Clogs or something like that? Clogsire. Yeah, Clogsire, that one. Um, and then the last, that, so that was for, my last one is, uh, Toadsacruel? You liked Toadsacruel. I really liked it. I really liked, I liked that it I was. I wanted to put it in my top, it, I, it was a neutral design to me. I thought it was fun. I liked when it came out. It just, it stood up. Like it was like not trying to say like, I am not, I am not a water Pokemon. I am not that other guy. I'm, I'm, land. I'm, I'm on the land. I'm standing. <laughs> it was very know. interesting. I loved it. It just, and it looked like it was like, it looked like whoever made it, what like dropped acid and was listening to the grateful dead. And was like, man, Drop acid and seen a picture of Tinder Crow and was like, oh, I need How, to get inspired. This needs to get on the ground, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And That's then there's hilarious. like there's a one that I think would be a gen- general consensus, but it's sure it's on on Wildcat's top ten. So we'll see. Top 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 five. What top five. Top five, yeah. yeah I, I consider doing top ten because there's there are actually a lot of good designs. There's also a lot of bad, but there's a lot of good. Mm-hmm. So speaking with good, let's let's go to Daniel. I guarantee we already know one overlapping. Well, we already know the first one. Hundred percent. <laughs> that was literally like the first one that had to evolve, uh, without a doubt. Um, so obviously, I, I mean, I do like the two new legendary Pokemon, obviously from the game, but I'm not gonna say those um, because I mean, maybe some people already like it was kind of obvious. Some people actually didn't like them, but I did like those. But I'm not gonna add them in my list. Um, I did like both of the exclusive Pokemons that you find in each one, Scarlet and Violet. The Amarouge. Yes. Those, yeah. I really liked the design, especially the one from Violet. That one with like the freaking flaming sword, you, I think. You like humanoid Pokemon, don't you? I, I'm I starting do. to see a theme here. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, and would, would the Roaring Moon count as one, or did you want yeah, me to that, pick that counts. I, Okay, I, mean, I have a favorite um of each on my okay on okay the favorite and a least favorite for designs from the those that's gonna be very like it's probably like throw you guys off because like a lot of people did hate on it but i like i like uh i think it's called gold goldango 
The I, I I was so flippant annoying, but I enjoyed it once it evolved. I don't know why it reminds me. Of, you guys seen like whenever you guys go to a car, uh, like a what's it called? Um, they're just like the little like things that like float around like this and they like move. The wacky waving arm flittable two men. The wacky waving arm flittable two men. Yeah, that's what it yeah, looks like. like it reminds me. And there's also a commercial You're about wrong. Like, macaroni. You know what it is? The it's macaroni. a golden gumby. A... <laughs> it's gold gumby. <laughs> I, I Look at it yeah. and tell me it's not Gold Gumby. Wait, do you I, know what Gumby is? Oh, God. I don't know. I'm going to have to see. Oh, God. I just realized I made myself feel old. Ashley, you Ew, know what Gumby no. is, don't you? I do. I know what Gumby is. Um, Godego well, is Gold Gumby. What, why, don't, why do I not see this thing? It's near uh, the bottom, near the legendaries. I saw there was somebody that put like a picture of like a macaroni like commercial that it looked like it too. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, I'm with you. I enjoyed that design. I, I actually did. I was just like, I did not. Th- At first I was like, what the hell is this, bro? Like, this is, this is stupid. But then I'm like, okay, it's starting to grow on me. I like it. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, that's, that's definitely my, my, my favorite one. I feel like I'm, I'm with the uh, Astro on it. And I like, of course. Easy top. Okay. I am not going to overlap with you guys at all. Oh, I, I, that's, that's interesting. Okay. It is. Uh, number one absolute favorite thing. Every, you, you, everyone already knows. Yeah. I mean, he, Ma he, Wild he, who? Ma Wild who? That doesn't who? exist anymore. Cause Tinka cut ton coming here and dropped a gigaton hammer thing on is, your head. That is, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It definitely wasn't the first... my favorites for sure. But... When I saw when I saw it, I was like, "What the hell is that thing? I need it." <laughs> I, so I, the way I got it so early, I randomly joined an online raid, and it was the middle evolution of it. And I, I do not remember the name, and I don't feel like looking it up right now. But Tinkatung, Tinkatuff, Tinkatuff. Thank you. Absolutely one of my favorite designs they've ever done for a Pokemon game. I just felt like they knocked that out of the park 100 percent. um my next one's probably going to shock you all palafin palafin is which one again it's the evolution of um the dolphin that's also just a dolphin it's the, the evolution one, of physian the one the one when you evolve it looks the same it looks exactly the same <laughs> do you guys know what's different about it though I, no. I do, but I still hate I, I it. I don't. Can you tell me? Okay. Pa- fin- finizen, citizen, palafin, like a paladin. It's a play on superhuman, Superman. That's not its actual form, palafins. That's its kind of Clark Kent form. If you use, if you bring it into your party from being um, deployed and then put it back into the field, it turns into a giant superhero dolphin. Go look up its other form. That I know. I just think it's funny. You're like, oh, your Pokemon's about to evolve. It looks the same after it evolves. So that's why I was I like, did, I didn't, I didn't evolve mine. I called it a terror raid. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like people, yeah, actually there was something because someone was trying to like, I guess the way to evolve it, you have to like do some union circle trade or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It's weird. Uh, but point is like whenever it got like, I think it evolved. I think the only difference was like it had a heart. It has its, a heart. Yeah. In this chest. Um, but and once you do it's act- activate its ability, it's so cool. And I love the play on the, like the kind of superhuman Clark Kent, Superman 
it was a really good design, and I've been wanting a dolphin Pokemon forever. He, I see this. You know what it kind of looks like when it's like the Superman thing? Mm-hmm. The uh, the little tuna fish that's on the tuna fish cans. Oh my god, it does! Yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's the sun-kissed tuna fish. Sun-kissed, yeah. Yeah, whenever it's like into like a hero looking thing, it looks like he, he like I think who I don't know who I mentioned this, but he looks like a Chad. I don't know if you guys know like the whole like they were saying like they're they look like a Chad basically. I don't know, it's like a Twitter thing. I don't know if you guys ever heard of no. it. Nope. Got nope. it. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Anybody else that hears it, they'll understand though. <laughs> uh, and and shockingly, my next one is literally the next entry in the Paldean Poet Pokedex. Reverum and Varum. I love these two things. Ground poison or still poison, meaning their only weakness is ground type. When this I, thing comes to go, it's going to be good. Hopefully, I like its typing. I just, I was, I don't know, I was iffy on on the design, but real, it's it's so cool. It's the big hot rod motor. Come on, I'm I'm. It's it's one of those things that I feel oh, like... Oh, wait, you, you oh. like foreign cars. I forgot. You don't get it. Exactly. <laughs> See? <laughs> it is so. the classic, like, old-school American hot rod motor. It's awesome. That makes a lot of sense why I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. That that actually... When you when you when when I was saying that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. You, you out here rocking these Japanese... Oh, yeah. Pews. Exactly. <laughs> um... One of my favorite Pokemon of this generation, you encounter before you ever stop the start, get through the tutorial. Flamingo. Uh, hmm. I love that. Bird. I don't know why. It is literally just a flamingo. And there's literally like no nothing behind it. it. It was just a flamingo. That's but it. It was fun. I, I don't know why, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I used it literally all the way through the Elite Four. Um, and I said, like I said, I had a, I have a favorite of the paradox form. Iron Valiant. I think the merger of Gallade and Gardevoir into a steel ninja for all intents and purposes works so well. Love the design. And it's actually a pretty good typing as well. Is that his first of its typing? I think what, um, I don't know what is, what other ones are that's the same one. That... I don't believe there is another fighting fair. I can double check that real quick. Yeah, because I was gonna say like I don't think there is. And then I was fighting looking, fairy. Like... Iron Valiant is the only fighting fairy. It is Ooh. currently got weaknesses to uh, poison, flying, psychic, steel, and fairy. It quad resists dark. It quad resists bug. It resists rock. It is completely immune to dragon and it resists fighting. So it's got a, a good variance of resistances and things of that nature. I'm afraid the Iron Valiant, though, and the other um, Paradox forms are going to be treated almost like uh, like legendaries, like Ultra Beast and Go. Probably. Hmm. Damn. I can see that. Yeah, so that that means from a getting them for great league standpoint, it's probably going to be real tough because all of their stats are astronomically through the roof. Which leads us to 
the least favorite, and Mr. Negativity gets to go first on this one. Dino, what, what's your it. five least favorites? Uh, I could go on forever, but I'll be nice and just put five. Um, so easily, the, the one that I was just like, what the fuck? Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, I guess. I, I think that this is everyone. It's, I, there's no way you, this isn't on your list. So the Dunsparce. Why? Why they do him? <laughs> Why did they do my man so dirty? They just added what, like another extra like body to it. Like that's it. Yeah, they they could have done so much more, but and to they're keep like, it just be a flipping normal type. Like it's make it a dragon. Let it I, be a dragon. I think it looks dumber than what it did before. Oh, it does. It's awful. I was so angry. Do you think they did that for merchandising so now they can make it a body pillow? No, they, <laughs> they did it because someone missed the assignment and had five minutes to design and they said, oh, extra circle, go, done, we're done. Make it look like it ate another one. <laughs> I will forever call this thing the Dumb Sparse. Yeah. The Dumb Sparse is the official name. But go ahead, Dina. What's the yeah, number two on your list? So, num- well, I feel like I, I find these all like around the same uh, level with it, but uh, I think it's called S- Spy Dops. I hated that thing. Like it looks creepy. Imagine it, if you're it, it runs at you like hardcore chases you. Imagine if you're out in the streets at night and that thing's right behind you. I'm I'm dipping out. I'm like booking it. Like hell no. Uh, that is just creepy. It just looks creepy to me. Oh. I was like when I first saw, it, I'm like that's an actual Pokemon. That looks like a fucking stalker. Uh, another one that I didn't like was I think it's Low Kicks. I think it's called. Um, See, I like that design. Is really kick ass. It has chainsaw legs on the back. Come on, chainsaw legs. Exactly. That's just that's just weird. Uh, <laughs> I like that design a I, lot, actually. <laughs> the other one, I was just like, again, I I felt like there was no thought behind it. It it just looks like a mushroom. Like it looks like a. I'm in Mario, like in Mario, and that's uh, <laughs> Nat Nackley. I thought the, the same thing. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I actually liked it. I thought they stole a mushroom. I, from I'm Mario. like, why? Why am I playing Mario right now? Like, what is this? Um, I liked it because it, its name is the chemical formula for salt, with an extra I. I just, I'm just looking at the design. I don't care about the name, but uh, See, I, I take I, the entire lure into into the Pokemon when I'm thinking about it, like. <laughs> Yes, it is just a mushroom, but when you add its name to it, it don't it's get me wrong cool. though. I like the last form, the, the last evolution of it. I like yeah. it. It looks freaking beast. Yeah. Um, and then the, I think okay, I think this one is probably like my least favorite out of all these, and that's the evolution line of Bramblin, the Bram Bramblin gas. Is mm-hmm. it, I'm sorry, it's garbage. Yeah. Oh, this straight literally trash like that's on my list i'm sorry but <laughs> i didn't I think, think it was a pokemon that i thought thing, it was part of the, the scenery and, that's I what I said. and i'm like what the hell <laughs> and i'm like why is this thing like why is there a glitch in the game no it's an actual fucking pokemon that just has- it could have been so much better i was so when i when i was reading the leaks and heard there was gonna be a tumbleweed pokemon i'm like this thing will be cool yeah, and I'm sorry. I, and then I evolved it after walking that piece of shit for a thousand steps. And I'm mm. like, all it did was add a couple extra thorns. 
Exactly. And you have bigger eyes. What the hell? Th- this thing, I feel like it's a waste of a Pokemon. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it The concept was there. The execution, someone was late for work. It seems like that's the issue with a lot of these. Okay, um, extra. What, what, what's your what's your least five? Um. So number one, uh, Capsicid. You didn't like Capsicid? No. Interesting. I, I, I okay. Any that thing I, is aggressive as can be, though. It's I annoying. hated. Yeah, I hated that it chased me around, but I also hated that it was so small, and when it's in the grass, you almost can't see it. Speaking of small, d- d- the flipping fungus. Oh yeah, you it's can't st- see it. It's stupid small. Yeah. So Capsicid was annoying. I didn't like that. Um, I did not. Um, so as as much I as feel I about its evolution, though, that one was a little cooler. Like I yeah. like that its heads it turned into like almost like a Venus flytrap type thing. Um, the other one I did not like is Relor. The little ant it's a that's dung just beetle. rolling in the ball. Is it a dung beetle? Well, whatever it is. It's a dung is. beetle that turns into a scarab. Come on, man. It's Don't worry. Just, it was it was close. It was in my list, too, but I didn't put it there. It's just rolling this ball. You of, guys just hate bugs. I see what it is. Here. No, no. Because uh, it, it is this the the rab, Rabsica? Rabsica, yeah. The, what it evolves into. That one's cooler than the the. the oh, it's a lot one. cooler. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one may be very, very unpopular opinion, but I really just, I did not like it. I used it, but I didn't like using it. Uh, Mabostiff. Oh, you can send that hate mail to AstroZombie954 at BTWPVP.com because you just pissed a bunch of people off. Wait, which one is that one? Which one is that one? That's the dog. It's the the dog from the story. Yeah, but that doesn't doesn't mean I have to like the Pokemon. I thought it was... Mobstiff. Mobstiff. I don't know. You actually didn't like like that one. I did not. You know what's funny? sad eyes. How can you not like it? Uh... You already have another. You already have a, a another dog in this generation. That oh, I know why he didn't ha- like it because it's strong against his ghost dog. Well, you have jealousy. Two, uh, okay, so there's three dogs in this generation. Mm-hmm. There's the ghost dog. There's the dark dog, and then there's the fairy dog. Mm-hmm. The fairy dog was probably the most creative besides the ghost dog. This one was just let's make a giant dog that. Almost everybody has, but <laughs> anybody could have, and we'll just give it a dark typing and call it a day. It's, okay. I mean, but I have one other qualm with the fact that there's three dogs in this generation. No cats. We went to we went to UK, the UK last time, which is famous for dogs. They have a hundred different breeds that originate out of the United Kingdom, and we got one new dog. Yet we go to Spain, <laughs> and we get three new dogs. Yeah. Did, did someone completely miss work for the entire development cycle and come back and it's like, oh, I did these designs for Sword and Shield, and they're like, oh, crap. Just put them in Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, I couldn't pick which one from this line I hated the most, so I'm just going to start with the base form. Um, Pommy. 
It's so cute. What is it? Like, I, I just didn't know what it was. And it's, then it's the Pikachu clone. It, but it wasn't. It was like a like a cat that got half its body cut off. <laughs> like it had no back end. It was just. It's literally a head with the arms. That is funny. And as it gets, as it evolves, the second form, the the final form is just a taller version of the second form. But it's electric fighting for the first time ever. Does that do anything for the electric? It's still, that thing, like, I hit it with whatever I wanted to hit it with, and it would knock it out. It didn't matter. It it was not a strong Pokemon. (laughs) Uh... So that one, and then my absolute least favorite. Why did they do this to them? Why did they even try and pull this off? Wug Trio. Oh God, Wug Trio's bad. Did you try, ah. try to use it? No, I I refuse to catch it. Oh God, <laughs> it's just it, it's it's it, you you think Palmy's weak? Oh God, Wug Trio is useless, which means it'll be amazing in Pokemon Go. Yeah, because that's just how things work out somehow. <laughs> yeah, so I see Wiglet. I'm on the beach and I see Wiglet. Cool. I'm like, I like Wiglet's design. What the hell is this? Uh, and uh, then I get to it and I catch it, and I'm like, and I'm reading, and it's like, this is not a Diglet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it like when you have to tell people that it's not a new form of Diglet <laughs> in in the description. That's when you know you did it wrong. Well, see, here's where you, by not following the news cycle, this is where you missed out on. They did an actual, like, giant announcement cycle for this thing, mm-hmm. where they had, like, a um, documentary expedition kind of thing that found this. Mm. And they were talking about how it was similar to a Diglett, but because it grew up in different conditions, it was a completely different evolutionary line. Yeah. So it's playing off the, a real-world kind of idea of convergent evolutions that d- the same species can actually evolve into two different things down the path. That's kind of what they're playing off of. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the same thing with Toad Scroll. Toad Scroll is the same way. Yeah. Well, the Toad Scroll was like that one. That, <laughs> that one was cool. This one didn't. Got it. This one didn't. This one was just, um, it was a little too phallic for my, my liking. <laughs> it was definitely a grower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was between that one and then the what was it the the other earthworm the big earthworm earthworm yeah there's so so much (laughs) so that's it those are mine so so we actually have overlappings this time like across all the different lists uh spine ops i agree with you daniel that thing is just nightmare fuel and what's worse is it's pre-evolution that let me let me try to say this here (laughs) tartulula Tartuluna? I don't know. We'll How, see what I don't it was see... so pretty and cool. It was it was nice. And I actually did not oh, mind that one. Taron- Tarantula? Tarantula? Tarantula. That's it. Tarantula. We're going to go Ooh. there because it's a tarantula. Yeah. Tarantula. There we go. Um, Love this design. And then it evolved in this Spidops thing. And I'm like, what the hell is this chasing me? How are it... these two things related other than the color of them? When I first saw it, saw it, I thought it was a mini shiny Deoxys. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, they just shrunk Deoxys and let it run around. Uh, um, and then I caught it. And I was like, oh. My, my next one's actually was sort of on Dino's list. Uh, Nasistak. The middle evolution of, that, of the salt line. 
I don't mind the little mushroom. I think that was a cool with the naming and everything. It was really cool. And the third evolution Gargansail is awesome. I love that thing walking around the map. Yeah, that's scary. I don't know why. Okay, yeah, so cool. the second evolution of that in the third one gave me like the Minecraft vibes. Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, I don't yeah. mind it. And then like, that's why. And okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I I liked the mushroom concept of it. It looks cool, but like, I just felt like there was no like thought behind the, you know doing it. So the thought was the lure, of the name with it. That was where the thought went into it. But yeah, the, yeah. the middle evolution, I just it's bad. <laughs> It looks like a tank, like a tank. I don't know. It looks, it looks interesting. I, mm. And the dumb sparse, completely agree with Dino there. The yeah. dumb sparse. Yep. It's and I, that's how I'm going to be saying it. Um, <laughs> I, I actually cannot stand earthworm. Yeah, it's, it's literally an earthworm. Like it legitimately just looks like a, it was. It was an honorable mention. If they had more legs or no legs, I think it's better. The weird little legs that just pop out of it every so often was. You either need a lot more of them or none at all. It's cringe. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, I'm I'm going to kick it over to Scarlet exclusives here. What the hell happened with Screamtail? Oh, here's Jigglypuff. Let's give it some green eyes and a little bit of hair. That's a different Pokemon. It looks creepy it is literally just jigglypuff with the different color eyes but that was true for a lot of the past versions like fluttermane is just mischievous with longer wings yeah i think yeah like you were saying like most of them are just like an extra stuff like i think another one that was very similar i guess i mean yeah i don't know i i feel like I don't know. What what were your thoughts behind Iron Thorns? Like, I feel like... Mecha Godzilla? Yes, Mecha Godzilla, yes. <sighs> Give me all the Mecha Godzilla. This is the true form that Tyranitar was supposed to be the entire time. Okay, so you're saying, you say Mecha, right? Mecha Godzilla? So what about that other Pokemon that kind of looks like Godzilla as well? The Ice Dragon, I think it is? Baraxlix, I think is how you say it? I'm not sure. Or ba- Caliber, sorry. Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice Godzilla, yes. It, 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 yeah. For that to be the pseudo-legend of this game was kind of a letdown. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's Dragon Ice, which is kind of a cool typing, but the middle form was a lot better than the final form. Artabax is kind of cool looking. It no, looks yeah, like it could just like jump up on you and rip your face off. Yet you want to give it a hug. Okay. Yeah. Ice Godzilla? Yeah. I, I don't know what they were doing with Excalibur. And I know mm. Greg is going to be messaging me in the Discord and lighting me up because he loves that thing. <laughs> but no. I, mm. Okay. So, like I said, there's a lot more Pokemon we could talk about. Uh, let us know what your favorites were. I'm very curious on what everyone liked. But I want to talk about probably, in my opinion, the weakest part of this game. And good God, the tutorial and intro. Astro, you've played other Pokemon main series games over the Mm -hmm. the life here. 
single worst intro. Single worst tutorial section of any of them so far. I think it was I think it was tough. Um Yeah, I would probably say it was the worst, but Sword and Shield was pretty rough too. Um But the difference so. is Sword and Shield lets you skip a bunch of the tutorial portions if you just did the things before you got to the tutorial. Yeah. Hey, if I already true. caught a Pokemon, you don't need to tell me how to catch a Pokemon. That's true. Yeah, it was it was pretty I, I get it though, because it's a new form of the game, so they wanted to make. I, I get breaking so it down that. Th- that's that's simple, a good. That's actually annoying. a good point. Um, so this this Pokemon game is a the first ever open world Pokemon game. Um, yes, we kind of had a true pseudo open, open world. world in Legends Arceus, but that was kind of zoned off. This is truly you could go anywhere, you could do anything. Dino, have you played other open world games before? Was it, or was this your real first experience on a go do anything type of game? Uh, no, it's it was my first, and I guess like that's where I can give like a different perspective of it. Where like to me, sure it was long, but I didn't mind it. But you guys having that experience, that other interests were not as long. You guys like, oh my god, when is this over? Like to me, like I didn't have that mindset of like, oh my god, like this is taking forever. I think it wouldn't have been as bad if they didn't put you into that first open area before you finish the tutorial. If you're going to gate, gate me into the tutorial until you get to the go on your treasure hunt, don't open up that first area and let me spend two hours exploring it, not realizing I haven't finished the tutorial. That that's that's fair. Bad. Yeah, because you're like saying like, I think because you started before me, you're like saying like, don't spend too much time exploring I'm like, why not? I'm like, I'm just like looking around. Because until you can get on your 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 legendary, you, you, there's not much you can do. But man, I just remember spending, I think I spent 30 minutes just staring at everything around me. Like the scenery, like all of it. All one and a half frames a second of it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was, when it was smooth, it was beautiful. And when you stood still, <laughs> it was beautiful too. <laughs> yeah, as, lo- as long as nothing was loading in the background. <clears throat> Did you ever go back to Artisan and look at the windmills like we asked you to? Yes, it was bad. Oh, we got... <laughs> there were some parts that got real, real bad. Like... <laughs> yeah. Good news is, I don't know if you've seen this, Poke- not Pokemon Company, Nintendo put out a statement saying, we're aware of the technical issues and are working on fixes for this game. Nintendo put out that statement. Not Game Freak, not the Pokemon Company. Nintendo. So was this was that a Nintendo issue or was that a game issue? It is like, a, it's Game Freak's problem. But so so the way if people don't realize this, the way Pokemon Company or Pokemon games work, they are not Nintendo property. Nintendo has a stake in the Pokemon Company, but they do not own the Pokemon Company. The developer of the game is Game Freak. The problem with Game Freak, they're not the best developer when it comes to coding. They're just not. So many of their games get put out with issues. Typically, they're not this bad. And I think this is where it was so bad that Nintendo seen the problem and the request for refunds coming in and said, we got we to gotta help you guys do something about this. So I do expect to see a patch coming out for this game. I... I actually really hope they put one out this week before Christmas because as a I I wouldn't want to go as a parent go spend money to get this game for my kid and then them get it and going 
I nothing's nothing's running. What what the crap's going on? Because kids this day and age have a different expectation for games than we did. I mean, we played eight bit and was just fine with it. DJ's yeah. favorite game is still Red and Blue. One hundred percent. So <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> yeah. So I I think that could soil a lot of new kids info on the game, but you know, we'll see. Do do you think the whole segment where you get to walk around with all three starters, did it actually change your mind on what starter you picked? Yes. Real okay. So first off, Dino, we went with who? Uh what is that fire one again? The Fuecoco. Yeah, exactly that thing. You didn't go with Quaxley? No, I did not. I thought we we made we were making him go with Claxley. Well, Mythical Hitch actually went with Claxley and named it Dino. Oh, perfect. That works. <laughs> who did you go with, Astro? Uh, the same. Uh, yeah. Who were you going to go with? Uh, I was going to go with the... actually was going to go with Quaxley, uh until I just... I don't know. It was running around with me, and I was just like... The sneezing mm. on the apple was just oh, it was so cute. Yeah, but like I just loved that, like the duck, like the fire one was just like the odd man out, like the whole time. But he was just so funny and just blowing fire. And yeah, when he lit that apple on fire, it was that yeah. was when I was like, "Yep, that's mine." <laughs> so for my main playthrough, the only one I've actually finished playing through, I let my daughter pick the starter. You got the and- cat. We got the cat. We got Sprigatito. The cat was not good for the main storyline. I kept it till the very end because you, you, your starter has to be on your Elite Four team. That's the rules. Astro, you abandoned <laughs> no, your starter. It was. No, it was <laughs> there. Okay. It was there. It was, it was I didn't there. use it, but it was there. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, all that yeah, matters. When you're first, the first gym you're doing is a bug type and you are a grass dark Pokemon. That's not good. Not good. And there's a lot of things that are really <laughs> strong against Grass Dark in this game. There's a lot of ice and a lot of bugs running around. There's so much ice. So much. And the problem with, with Foycoco, with being part, part ghost height, everything knows crunch. Everything is biting and crunching you throughout yeah. the entire game. This is true. This is so, true. Yeah. So the intro you get in. And then, you know, you finally get to the main actual story where the game splits into three parts. Um, first off, how did you feel about the overall idea of the treasure th- treasure hunt where you could go and do any part of the game you wanted to in any order? Before we get into what the parts of the game are. Dino? I thought it, oh, I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I actually liked it because, like, I mean, again, I can't really, like, reference off, like, Sword and Shield or Legend of Arceus or anything like that, but... Um, I know that whenever you did play like silver and gold or the, you know, red and silver or any of those games, uh, you had to like basically go in order of how they planned it. Like, guess like what? Having... Up until this generation, you had to still keep going in order. Oh, that mm-hmm. sounds horrible. And this I guess like for me, like, I'm like, oh yeah, they probably did that, you know, before, but they did not. No, uh, everything has been on rail since the, the series existed until this, this is the one. I feel like I, I liked it, but I can also see like some how like some people would be like wasting time on it. Like imagine like if you went to like a gym that just like wrecks you. So and we're going to talk about that. Cause, cause, oh, that happened to me. <laughs> yeah, me too. At one point, but we'll we'll get there. So 
the first, we're going to take it kind of, I'm going to go gym's last because I feel like that was the lacking part of the game was the gym challenge portion. And let's, let's talk about the Titans first. So hmm. there is technically an order you sh- quote unquote should do the Titans. But I want to know what order you guys did the Titans in first. And then I'll tell you, because the, there's only five of them. There's It's easy to remember what order you did them in. Dino, who, which Titan did you do first, second, third, fourth, fifth? <laughs> I mean, it's been a while, but I'll try to remember. Um, I know I did the the Claff, the Stone, um, which is, I guess, the... Yeah, Stony the Rock Cliff. One. Yeah, yep. Stony Cliff. Then I think after that, I did... Um, the earth which was i think for me it was uh wake you you did quaking earth you did iron or great tusk in second yeah exactly okay uh, then i did the steel titan after okay. lurking steel earth earthworm mm-hmm. and then i did um flying open sky bombiered and then the last one was the false dragon titan i did it last also bombiered great name and great design. I actually like the store a lot. Yeah, it was, it was I didn't mind it. Yeah, I was just like, wait, this is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, Astro, what what order did you go in? Uh, so I did the same as far as the first one with the stony cliff with the the crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I was like, uh, I I tried the so I tried to just complete everything that was in that area. Um, that's where I made my gym You got mistake. bodied a few times, didn't you? Yeah, it was no good. <laughs> I was not prepared uh, for one of the gyms that was in that area, so uh, then I was like, well, let me move over to the other side, because they tell you, like, go east for if you want to do the gyms, or west if you want to do the Titans. So I went east, uh, and then I did the open sky the um uh quaking earth then the false drag and then i just kind of went around and uh like in that you did the steel circle. last yeah that was my last one <laughs> okay so my order of course claw first that everyone did stony cliff first i then went ahead and went to lurking steel next because remember i talked about how much i loved flamigo mm-hmm. i had a fighting type against the steel type let's just mm-hmm. go punch it in the face a few times that thing went down real quick then I did lurking or um, open sky. Um, that's where Palmy's evolution really came in handy. Throw all the electric at it. I was good to go. Uh, Quaking Earth, which in our versions was Iron Treads, that thing bodied me the first time through. I had its typing wrong in my head. I thought it was steel, or not steel. I thought it was um ground something else. I can't remember what it, I thought it was, but it was, I was wrong. It's steel ground which makes a difference when you're throwing the wrong moves. Um, Then I did the false dragon, which let's talk about the false dragon. (laughs) The Donzo and Tatsuguri. Did you guys get the theme of this? What what did you guys, what do you guys think the theme of these two Pokemon are? I have no idea. (laughs) I didn't even think about there's a theme behind this. Tatsuguri, the little one is a piece of sushi. The Donzo is a sushi chef. Look at their designs real quick. Hmm. I, I That's insane. See, I told you, there's some of these Pokemon that you're like, oh, this design is just stupid. And then you actually look at the lore behind them. And you're like, oh, 
That is clever. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean that one. Actually, I didn't really like hate it. Like those oh. two Pokemon. So it's sushi and chef. That's that's crazy. That was like, why does it keep eating a Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys ready to know what the order was supposed to be for these? Yeah. I yes. can tell you, none of us did it in the order. Perfect. I ma- it makes sense. Yeah. Stony Cliff, of course, was first. Yep. Open Sky second. Lurking Steel third, so you're supposed to go back, forth, back, back to Quaking Earth, and then up to the False Dragon. Hmm. So, Astro, you did one of the hardest ones fourth, and did one of the easiest ones last. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. right? Yeah. Dino also did one of the hardest ones second. Uh, (laughs) You did Quaking Earth second. And I'm like, what? That's when you said that, I'm like... Oh god, you were so overleveled by the time you hit that hit the rest of them, man. I I fun, I didn't struggle with any of the tie-ins whatsoever. Really? Yeah, Quaking yeah. Earth just bodied me. I think yeah, it was I was high, like higher level at that time. So. Yeah. So the Titans, what's really cool about them? It, it's kind of they were kind of your HM slaves, and if if you didn't catch it, the things you were getting from them was Herba Herba Mystica HM. They're how you unlock a, traditional HMs. Huh. huh. I did not catch that. Yeah, Jeez, so there. much thought behind this crap. <laughs> um, speaking of thought behind it, the Titan story, your Arvin storyline. What did you think on it, Astro? Don't not the Area Zero stuff. Save Area Zero. We're just talking getting through the Titans and the story progression with Arvin. So, oh, one important thing: no matter what order you did the Titans in. You got the story beats in the same order. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought like I I I don't know. I think they tried me personally, I felt they tried too hard to get a cry out of you. D- did you at least at first think Arvin was a jerk when you first met him? Like he was gonna be the Gary jerk rival? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just thought like they made him the typical angst teenager. Like, I don't like my dad, so I'm going to do everything I can to to you know piss him off. And you know, and then the whole thing with the dog, like, just kind of like. Did you think they were going to let the dog die? I, if you want me to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like completely honest, I kind of was upset that the dog got better. <laughs> not not to sound like mean or cynical or anything, but like at at, at some point, it, it lessened the story in my yeah, opinion. With with how Pokemon's lore, like I'm just going now that I know more and more about what some of these Pokemon do and what they are and things like that. It's a very cynical game. Mm-hmm. So to me, letting the dog live was just uh, like, oh, well, we don't want to make the kids unhappy. But we'll find as we find out later. They went there. They did. So <laughs> they we'll, did. We'll, we're not getting there now. We're not going there now. D- Dino, I, the, the question I had for you after the first Titan battle, where did you think this story was going to go? Um, honestly, I didn't, I, I mean, 
like you're talking about his storyline, right? Yeah, Arvin's storyline. Well, because you remember the first story, you, you you don't the first Titan, you don't actually see his dog. Mm, oh, oh, okay. So you're talking about after the cave, right? Yeah. Okay. So after the cave, I I honestly thought I'm like, yo, this guy is evil. And and I was just exactly. like, exactly. I yeah. love that. I yeah. actually, this was the first time overarching through the main portion of the story. There was no evil team. Like you think there's going to be, but we'll talk about that when we get the team star. There's no single bad guy. There's no end of the world thing you're trying to stop. There's no flower cannon. There's yeah. no let me stop or destroy the world because we have an energy crisis. There was no giant pro- catastrophe you were trying to stop. You were just kids having fun trying to help each other. Yeah. Which I think, in my opinion, actually, like you said, you've played other games. Mm-hmm. Story-wise, did it not make this story so much better that it wasn't constant catastrophe coming at you? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I guess when we talk about the 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 star storyline, um, I'll get kind of more into. Oh, I got a lot of, of thoughts story. on the star storyline. Um, I. Yeah. I felt like they were trying with this storyline. I just felt like they were trying a little too hard to try and get a cry out of you, um, which is how it is. Had, but had at they first, that dog though, people would have riot. I know, but <laughs> at first, I really did think he was trying to conjure up like, like a, a, a legendary like ghost or something like that. That exactly because that's what Pokemon does. Every I know. Everyone, you're like, oh, let me help you. Oh, you're actually the bad guy trying to end the world. And I'm, I love the twist on this one. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. They, they kind of it, once you start, you realize where the story was going. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then once I saw that it was like an herb or whatever, and then I was like, oh, okay, so I have to go through and collect all these because at the end, whatever he's doing is gonna come back to life or. And yeah, you got to yeah, keep yeah. collecting them, even post game, if you want a shiny hunt, because they're rare and they're hard to get your hands on. Really? Oh, you we'll get them from five star raids and six star and seven star raids. And what do you have to do with them to get a shiny? Make sandwiches. And then you eat a sandwich and you get a shiny. If you're lucky, it boosts <laughs> huh. your shiny rates and boosts it. Doesn't guarantee it. Yeah. Um, I was actually gonna say though, but for me, whenever I met uh with Arvin, right? Um. I, I, I didn't think that he was a teenager. I, to me, he looked like an adult. <laughs> he looked like Steve from Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was just well, like, wait, what? Just well, and that like was Journey kind of a theme with this, game, with this game, too, is the school. I don't know if you guys noticed it. It wasn't just a school for kids. It was a school for literally any age people. There was old people in the school. If you yeah. actually was looking around the school, that wasn't teachers. There was just an old guy that was in the school uniform that was you know trying to be a trainer. This is true. This is true. So I guess I, 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 but I do think that didn't they say he was actually a teenager? They did say he. Well, they, they never say an age in games. They mm-hmm. purposely never give an age of any character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they kind of implied he was he's around your age. He was slightly older, but not same that age much. as uh, that girl. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say. I think she was. He was a little older than Nimona as well. Okay. Yeah, so, I would just put him around like. Between eight, 18 and 20. I, I would say he's like senior. He's the yeah, senior yeah. of the group. Nimona's kind of like the fr- the freshman and you're like a seventh to eighth grader kind of thing. 
Oh, um, I would stagger the ages. To correct myself, it wasn't. It's not Steve. It's the um, Max's brother, the one that, that the one that gets killed, right? gets oh, killed in the yeah. the mall. What's his name? Uh, Johnny Gary. Oh, maybe it was, it's. I'm like <laughs> Johnny. Probably sounds right, but I can't remember. Well, Astro looks at it. So, I think overall the Titan story flowed really well. I think the progression of Titan to Titan and unlocking new abilities on your uh, Coridon or Maridon, huh? Billy, Billy, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> um, I think it was. I think it was a great way to handle it. It did. It made it where you truly could. They or you know, as soon as you got on your Maridon or Coridon, you could go anywhere. It was hard, but you could. And having the Titans where you could unlock progressively better abilities to make travel easier, I think was a great way to handle not having traditional HMs. I, I like that. I, I like that concept. I mean, the fact that I liked it and you guys also enjoyed it, it means it was, it was, they definitely, I guess, uh, got both of the audience, like people that haven't played in a while or this is the first time doing it and people that have been playing for a while, different main series. I also like that you didn't like make you know engage excuse me engage a battle with them and it went to this other battle screen and that was across the game in general. Everything happened in the world around you and if you paid attention at one and a half frames a second, things in the background were still moving around you, or a random person would walk through you and you'd go see the inside of their face because that happened a few times in my game. Yeah, no, I was like this that wasn't worse. creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> but the next kind of newish kind of storyline. Was I guess you can classify it as the bad guy storyline, but it, a twist as you there too. <laughs> it, you didn't get there. Team Star. So once again, there's only five of them. So what order did you guys do Team Star? <laughs> I'm like I don't even know the order there. They had. Um... I'll tell you the five types. There was Dark, Fire, Poison, Fairy, and Fighting. I'll let Asher go first since he just did it. I'm gonna try to remember. Yeah, I went fire first. Um, then I did uh, fire dark. Uh, I I went in that circle, the counterclockwise from there. So you did poison? F- no, did you do poison or fairy next? I did fire dark fairy poison fighting. Poison fighting, yes. Okay. Yeah, Dino, what what did you do? I, I honestly do not remember what That's order what I did it. I, I know I didn't do it in the right order. What What is the correct order? So dark, fire, poison, fairy, fighting is the proper quote unquote order of these. Hmm. Um, I did fire first like Astro and got my ass handed to me because I beat Brassius and I'm like, oh, I'm right here by fire team star. Let's go give this a try. I was not ready. I didn't even knock out the Torkoal. <laughs> did, did not even knock out the Torkoal. It Melee just bodied me. Hmm. So this is one I actually think it's going to be really important to talk about the characters themselves as we talk about the story. Because, D- Dino, did you get the kind of the overarching story of Team Star? At first, No. But I mean, as I I I carry like to, like through each one, yeah. Then I was like, wait, I'm like this. Okay, so this is another one. I was like, this was sketchy as well. Like some of the things, like when that that girl in the call, 
Like she kept saying like someone's name and then dot 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 afterwards. I'm like, why is she doing that? Like it's so creepy. So so, so first off, Dean, how'd you like Clive, buddy? Door. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I was like that whole time. <laughs> Ash was like, no, nope. So, so this is something Daniel and I kind of talked about offline. I, we're going to take a, a tangent because this is what we do. Um, if people are wondering why there was so many like hair thing Pokemon, crazy hair on trainers, like it seemed like hair was a really big focus in this game. And Daniel was telling me this is just a very common thing in Spanish culture to be kind of a hair culture. Yes. Yeah, absolutely correct. So <laughs> if you were wondering why there was, you know, <laughs> Everything had hair, and it was always perfectly styled. It, it, I like when Pokemon Company does this. They're like, "Oh, this is something important yeah. to this culture. Let us play into that without being disrespectful." They're mm-hmm. really good at that, in my opinion. Like when I, I had like hair, if my grandma ever seen saw me outside of the house, if I didn't have a hat on, if and my hair was like not done, why are you like that? What are you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why are you like that? You know, my grandma's seventy. I mean, she something probably years asks old. you why you're like that all the time, anyways. But yeah, it wasn't just about your hair. She's almost like eighty years old. She does not walk out of the house if her hair is not done. So, yeah, it is. It's it's a thing. Yeah. So the the overarching story, I, did I assume Astro you got it as well? Because I know you have thoughts on it. Yeah. So the overarching story is it's I thought was actually a interesting way to take it because when you first meet team star they're kind of boiling bullying penny who we do later find out was the big boss of team star technically but so you you're greeted with this idea that team star is actually the bad guys yeah that's what i mean they led us to believe and then you go fight the first one and you learn that each of them have kind of a different reason that they're part of Team Star. So, like, Gimiko, Gameko, Giacomo, sure. Giacomo, Giacomo. I don't know. That sounds right. Sure. Um, <laughs> was bullied. What was Giacomo's bullying reason? I don't remember why he was bullied. He was um, the least memorable to me. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I couldn't tell you. A reason for any of them. Oh yeah, the, the, some of the other ones are real. Hold on. No, the only one I remember was the fighting one. They picked on her because she was too pretty. Yeah. No, the fight. That wasn't why they picked on her. You completely missed that. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. No. One of the things. We'll get there. We'll get to her. Um. And I was like, huh. Oh, his taste in music. He was picked on for his taste in music. Mm. So you start to learn that right out of the gate that maybe things aren't being portrayed the way you are. And then right out of the gate, you also get to meet the least undercover person ever in Clive, who is actually Director Clavel. Okay, Asher, I seen you roll your eyes immediately. Go ahead. What's your thoughts here? I would take the Sword and Shield guys and the the post-credits. Over this this character, this NPC, it was the worst NPC I've ever had in a Pokemon game, and that's that's saying the NPCs, the the Sword and Shield guys. What is it? I can't even remember their names. Shoid, Soidbert and Shieldbert. Yeah, I I would take them over this guy. Like this was terrible. Like 
just the whole like every time he talked, he'd like throw his hair back, and it's like, okay, I get the joke, but we know it's we know it's the director. Either just come out and say it, or don't give me that option to call him Director Clive or whatever, and then have him say the exact same joke after. Okay, like, that is actually a great point to bring up. This is where I think Pokemon games are failing the most. Why give us pop-up boxes where we can choose something if you're not going to actually use what we say? Yeah. Just like if you, at, at the school, when you answer, why are you wanting to do stuff? It doesn't matter what choices you make. That does not affect the game in any way. Mm-hmm. I think for Pokemon to grow in the next generation, those choices we select should slightly affect the game as it goes. It should give us different dialogues and things of that nature. Or just make everything that's the story just a cutscene. And maybe do some voice acting? Yes, where I don't have to sit there and... The the hardest part of this game was going through all the dialogue. Like, it's good dialogue. It is, but like at one point, like I'm like pressing for time and I'm like, now I know why Wildcat said this is going to take me an hour because it's like 30 minutes of just talking. But what they did in Area Zero when you're running around, that was perfect. Why couldn't they have done that through the entire game? And I, I understand the, these are global games that are translated into a dozen different languages, et cetera, et cetera. But let's be frankly honest. Other games have voice acting and are translated in just as many languages. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think this game needs to be fully voice acted start to finish. I think the cutscenes should be voice acted, mm-hmm. voice acted and specific things like that should be. But if I'm just talking to a random trainer NPC, I don't need them to actually talk to me. I don't care what they're saying anyways. Yeah. Speaking of, did, how many trainer battles did you do? Did you skip all the trainer battles for the last Zero. Part? It was the greatest, greatest part of this whole game. <laughs> the funny thing is, I actually started, like, I I was actually going to do, bo- like, a bunch of them. Because, you know, whenever you got to a Pokemon Center, the guy asked you, like, how many battles you did. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is part of the game. So let me just bat- like look for battles. Let me battle people and also get XP at the same time. This was before raids. Um, and then I kept doing it. Sometimes like, oh, you did eight, ten battles. And then it, it turned to like, oh, you did one or zero. And then I just gave up on them after like, you know, having. Because they were hidden. Some of these trainers are just, I still don't know where a few of them are. Yeah. And no, I have, I've done like, I did the first five in the first area. And as soon as they gave me a reward, I think it was like, one Carbros or something, if I remember correctly, I'm like, this is not worth my time. And then I, Astro and I already knew the quick way to level up in these games since raids became a thing, do raids, get candy, shove those steroids into your Pokemon. Amen. So the next <laughs> <Encouraged>. one. Encouraged. <laughs> yep. But the besides, next oh, wait. Oh, so, but besides that, um, Wait, were we? What were we? Where were G- we or G- Gameko talking oh, about his, okay. his style? Oh, his, I see what you're His going musical through. style. Oh, okay. He, yeah, was keep going. Keep going. Because my thing is on just the general entire okay. story for Star. Then you get Mela, who is the fire one. Do you got? Did you guys catch the reason she was bullied? I just her, forgot most of I these. So yeah, I don't remember her, her sense of style. Mm. I can see it. I'm sorry. Once again, re- relatable <laughs> things. Who? Yet what the fighting person in the world has not been 
bullied because they like a different type of music in school or because they dress differently. Like these, I give them credit. Relatable stories throughout the entire thing here. Atticus, let me. Oh, Atticus was was he the techie? He was the, no, yeah. he was. He was the young. He one. was the one with like covered. He was like purple and poison. Yeah, covered. Right? He was the poison um, I don't, one. What was he? I do not that, remember what he was bullied for. And even the article about him doesn't really tell why he was bullied. I, yeah, was I don't. Style as well. Or was I wrong about Mela's reason? Hold on, let me read Mela's again here. He just always talked like he was in a Shakespeare novel. Oh, Mela was the one that was, oh. was bullied because she was too pretty. Quote, unquote, too pretty. For ah. the other girls. That's the one oh. that he thought. thought that. Okay. And Atticus was style. Okay. Once again, relatable story. Okay. Then there's Ortega, who was the fairy. So... There was two reasons he was bullied. And this is a place where I have a slight problem. And Greg, Greg and I talked about this in the Discord. Uh, one thing I love, they, they proved Greg wrong real quick. Oh, yeah, they'll never do a gay Pokemon character because they don't want to deal with the with the backlash in other, other countries that don't allow those kind of stories. Because that was one of the reasons Ortega was, was bullied, was being mm-hmm. gay. But also he was too rich. Why did they have to give him two reasons? Like, did that let did did it not lessen the impact of what they were trying to say? In, my, in your opinion, in like, I thought the the initial focus was, yeah, oh yeah, he's absolutely being bullied from a get because he's being gay. It makes sense. It works out really well. I think it's a great storyline for that. Mm-hmm. And then they just tack on, oh yeah, and he's really rich, and people don't like him for that. I don't know what. What did you guys think on that one on Ortega? I don't know. I felt that. I mean, I've just. I mean, I don't know. This kind of like I'm, I'm putting like actual life into perspective here or not, but like I've never heard of anybody actually getting bullied for like being rich. But that's just my thought. Oh, I have. Interesting. I have. Grow up in a poor area. Mm. Hmm. If you if you never heard the the, the, the quote of poor little rich kid. Uh, okay. Those, they come from that comes, but I do sure. think it was it lessened the overall impact of the the initial what I felt like was supposed to be the primary reason. Now I will almost put money on it. I know the reason they had to give him two re- two reasons because if you go to a country where you can't be gay, it's illegal to be gay. I bet you there's no references to that part of his life in the game. I bet you it's just being bullied because he was rich. rich. Could could be. It gave them an easy out to give that representation, which kudos to them. I, along with Greg, I didn't think they'd ever do it. I didn't think there would ever be representation in the game, and this game has representation, even in some of the Pokemon designs. Espartha is definitely representation, and I love it. Espartha was actually one of my favorite designs as well. The ostrich Pokemon. Yeah, and that, so, that one actually like. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That one got on my team real fast as well. <laughs> but yeah, so Ortega, and then you get to Eerie, the fighting one, who was bullied because she was too big, too tall, too <laughs> athletic. And <laughs> Lord knows, look, as a fat, a tall, fat country boy, I can relate to that story 10 times out of 10, being too big and getting bullied for it. I, I think 
the idea of taking Team Star and making making you think that they were the bad guys to only kind of flip that on its head and actually give you real, in my opinion, really good story. It was poignant. The text was good. Like I said, the walls of text you had to read if you actually read them made up a great story. So much more impactful if you know they have voices and just tell you what's going on. I don't have to read everything. But this is true. I think that part was great. But where it kind of fell apart is you get back to the school and and, and it's like, oh yeah, Clive's like, oh yeah, I'm actually the leader. I was um, the, 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 the big ba- big boss. You know that wasn't the case. I actually believe that. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was You've like, never played a Pokemon game. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. I mean, I feel like, okay, I mean, let's be fair. From like, even silver and, and, and gold, like the, the stories that are now to back then, like it's just completely different. Like, you know, uh, Sword and Shield, I'm sure was di- like completely different. Even anything before Sword that. Sword and Shield was as cookie cutter as you could get. It was oh. not a great story. Okay. Good to know. Never going to play that. Um, but yeah, no, I, when I first got it, I'm like, wait, are you for real? Like, this is like, you're actually like that. And then obviously you find out that that wasn't Penny. The was the bad and that is still threw me off though. Unfortunately that, that was of the boss fight, quote unquote boss fights at the very end of each storyline. She was by far the easiest, wasn't she? Oh, a hundred percent. Like a team of E a team of evolutions is just not a good team. No, I mean, people try that in Pokemon go, but that didn't work out. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that, that was, that was very, we're going to come to Asher last. Cause he is, he is biting at the bit to talk to us about, about his overall thoughts on the, the team star story. So Dino final thoughts on the team star storyline overall. I, I liked it actually. I, I mean, at first I was like, uh, but I, I like the fact that you go from like a, uh, kind of like, I guess, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if you want to say like a team rocket, but I was kind of like thinking like, Oh, maybe they're trying to make it seem like a, bad team rocket like thing but they call it team star and even at the start like you know when, when you first like save penny from getting bullied or whatever it was that they were they were doing um that it it just made it seem that way and then at the end you find out like that she had a good reason to start the team star like and i was just like yo actually that's that's pretty cool so yeah it, it- it actually made me like the quote unquote bad team. Also, their hand motion for the starting their battles was just so good. I enjoyed <laughs> drawing the star, especially when you're coming from Team Yell, which was just annoying in Sword and Shield. Is it the same shenanigans that they do in Pokemon Go with the little like, yes. whatever? Oh, yes. God. Yeah. That's just obnoxious. If you want to play it, I'll let you borrow it. I'm okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's worth a play. It is worth a play. There's a lot of good things in that story. A lot of a lot of good times to be had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say overall, I think Team Star, the overarching theme of the story was really good. I have a couple qualms with the story. The just easy explanation of the reason everyone thinks they're bad guys is everyone, all the teachers and faculty that was involved ev- in the situation that happened initially that caused them to you know the bullies to rise or the the bully to rise up against their bullies and cause a big commotion and all the people that was in the part of the university left at that point and no one at the university knew what actually happened was lazy extremely lazy explanation of why they're all of a sudden considered the bad guys uh but overall 
I'm lucky to you. It made me go from, oh, this is just going to be another, you know, silly Team Rocket, Team Yell, Team Skull, Team Magma, you know, insert bad team here, to, oh, these are actual characters who have real motivations that are just trying to protect each other. It made me care about them as characters, and actually, it it's relatable things that we've all went through in our lives or someone around us has had to go through in our lives around bullying. It's a all too common thing that happens today, especially in the modern world. Our kids are growing up in, unfortunately. Yep. So 100%. I think that was a very poignant story. Now I'll turn it over to Astro, who's been biting at the bit to give us his thoughts. <sighs> First of all, the story line itself was confusing. You start off with Team Star being the bullies. The bullies who want to stop bullying. Then, as you play and you're realizing... Because, I mean, halfway through you realize that the person you're talking to is, is the person who created Team Star. At least I picked that up right away. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, That was fairly obvious. Yeah. So now you're trying to take down your own thing? So then I'm like confused. And then I see the the bully storing line. And in my head, like you said, it was kind of lazy. But in my head, it just... It didn't make any sense. If you wanna, if you wanna make a story, great about not bullying, being against it, whatever. I don't. 
Like, I felt like they started to make them bad, and then as they were writing the story, they went, mm, let's go a different direction and try and turn what we already started around. Because then, like, at the end, I'm just like, wait, what? Like, so I, I think the reason they went that route where the bullies became the bully was it, it gave us a, a perspective of, and they, Penny even says this at the end of the game was, you know, because you you ask her, why didn't you just tell them to disband? And she's like, at this point, things have gone so far, they wouldn't listen anymore. So she had to use their own code that they wrote against them to disband them You know, that way. I thought that was a an interesting way of handling that. But I do agree with you. The bullies, the bullyers becoming the bullies is actually something that happens in her life, though, that, you, you know, kids that get bullied a lot unfortunately do snap sometimes and i appreciate that they kind of brought that message of the bullies the bulliers can snap without bringing up some of the issues in real life that happen that we don't ever want to have to think about in our games that are all too common yeah but i do think like you said it it, it the story was overall a little muddled but it was still in my opinion of the four or the three stories it was the best of the three mm. No, it was my least favorite storyline. It was my least favorite things to do. Really? Yeah. I I paid after the 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 dark after the the second one I did the dark one. I really didn't care what the story was at that point because I just was just like I already know the director is Clive. Like this is annoying. I already know whoever I'm talking to is going to be the thing. It something has to be with Penny because there's n- no reason why you give. A NPC that has no bearing whatsoever on the game, that many talking points, and make her such a. Do Do you think that you you realized all this because you've played so many Pokemon games in the past? Yeah, because Dino didn't get. It took Dino a little bit long. It like it oh, didn't. 100%. Yeah. Like it, it. At first, I was just like, okay. I mean, clearly, I I thought it was a member, like. That he that that person in the phone was like somebody that was with them, and then she was trying to just like, uh, I think she had like a like an evil plan with them why she was doing that, and I understood a little bit better. Um, to be honest with you, like I I like I think you mentioned that it was like a team of bullies to stop bullying, but at first, like I thought that it was a the team star was the bullies, and then it turned around that they were the ones getting like they made a team to stop other bullies like they were never supposed to be and then i guess other people made it seem like they were the bully so like again like it, it's just like a lot of people twisted it and stuff like that but i i liked the ending as well like how they met and like you know all that stuff yeah I, I will say i i did initially think that i did agree with you actually that it was very obvious that um cleopatra was the big ba- big boss mm-hmm. but i thought of they were going to go in the direction of she's lost control and you're taking down the leaders so she can reassert, reassert her control over the entire team star organization. That's yeah. where I thought it was going to go. So I think the fact that they didn't go that direction with it actually did help the story a little bit. I just, at the end of it, I was just like, huh? I understand like you're trying to get a bullying point up across. I just don't think like my kids playing that game are going to get that from that story because it's it's not 
as straightforward as you think it is. Like as adults, yes, we could see where the 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 thing is, but like if you're gearing this storyline for kids, which let's be real, the Pokemon game is not is meant for kids. Like it's meant to be able to be played by people any age. So put that storyline in, like make it a little more straightforward. Like, do you think it would have been easier to understand that storyline if there had been the voice acting for all those cutscenes that kind of it would help get along? And because once again, it's when it's walls of text, you easily forget what was the last wall of text you read. Yep, exactly. It, it exactly it. And then at the end, okay, if you're gonna punish people, like punish them like i get like oh well you know you guys are you know i'm letting you guys re you know build the team or whatever but penny like legit hacked into a company and stole thousands of dollars yes yes she did and you got them all from her and she got praise for it like it that literally says oh you you helped us find a Flaw in our security system. You should help us fix that. But in the defense of the game, how do you think most programmers that work for the NSA, CIA, FBI get their jobs? I I agree, but they also probably go to a blue collar or a white collar prison for a, some sort of time. They don't just get to go on their, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, guess what? You're going to work for us and we're going to send you on this really cool adventure. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's one of those things of, it, it does just, like, it lessen the impact of the story. And, on top of it, we're not going to take back any of the stolen money that you have. Good, because I already spent it. <laughs> I already spent the money, I don't know what's so, the money. Exactly. So, I, I, never, <laughs> I didn't use any of the that, because I thought, like, I was saving it, because I figured it was something I would need at the end of the game. And then I just realized... Wow, this is this is nothing. And then you find out that it was stolen, and I'm like, oh well, it's gonna be gone anyway. So, and then I look, and it's still all there, and I'm like, so wait, you just told me that this girl hacked the, the computer system of the Pokemon League, stole thousands of dollars, handed it to me as a reward for taking down her friends, beating up her friends, then. <laughs> is surprised that her friends want to take her back and then admits to stealing all the stuff and she gets what? A new job? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And gets to go on an adventure. Exactly. And I still (laughs) keep all the stolen money? (laughs) I see your point there. Like, what what went on? That to me was, they started off the way they always would start off the a team whatever. But halfway through, they decided to change direction, but went, man, we've already finished half. We already started and finished the first half of this game. We're just going to have to try and figure out how to roll it back to the where we want it at the end. And if you actually play a lot of open world games, that's unfortunately not too uncommon. Yeah, because you have to be able to get this story in whatever chunks you want to take it in. Yeah. So a lot of times open world games do kind of have that where it's the story goes and it, it kicks back kind of to the middle. And you're like, I, I get why you had but to do that. But that's where like Breath of the Wild nailed it. 
they knew that that's how the game was. So what do we do? Let's make everyone dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's make everyone dead, and it's just voices in your head the whole game. Four, four months, Astro. Four months. I'm so excited. Like my son, my two. son is already like he's like <laughs> chomping at the bit because ever since he played Breath of the Wild, he's obsessed with Zelda. Do, do I foresee another bonus episode in our future for that one? That okay. Well. <laughs> It may it be took, a month after the game comes out because it takes me forever to beat those games. Oh, no, it took me. I got the game when it first came out. If you remember, I just finished it. But wasn't like, that also because you deleted your saves? Yeah, th- that too. <laughs> <laughs> but it took it. Yeah. And I still I technically just finished the storyline. I didn't finish everything else in the game. Yeah. So so before we jump into the gym battles, you, you mentioned money. And it, it's a good point. The gameplay loop of this game, earning money, did did you find this 10 times easier to get money than you ever have in any other Pokemon game? And oh, items yeah. and everything in general? Yes, 100%. I, I just went today to the Pokemon Center, and I've been raiding for last week here and there, just you know for fun raiding and trying to collect resources. I just sold $700,000 worth of stuff that I got from raids. It's like, so nice. I'm like, and then the fact that you can buy everything in the game, you don't have to go to the battle tower to get the special battle items where you, you just have to grind through battle after battle after battle. You can just, hey, I need a destiny. I need a destiny knot now. Okay, here's twenty thousand dollars. Give me destiny knot. Let's go. I do that like that so much better. I like the crafting TMs. I like that you could do that. Okay, you had the option. <laughs> you like, like, like crafting tubes? No, I like that you had the option. You have an option to do it. I like that you can remember moves. That's yes. Oh, that, see, that's that is, the quality of life thing from Legends Arcus they kept. Two, my two number one, my number one and number two qualm. Give me shiny sound back. For all that is good and holy. If there's a shiny that pops up, let it make an audible sound. There's two reasons here. That's an accessibility issue. Because if you're colorblind, there's a lot of these shinies, you will never notice the difference in it. Number two thing I want back from Legends Arceus, don't make me engage a battle just to catch something. Let me just throw two Pokeballs at it. Mm-hmm. God, that part I miss so much. Yeah. I mean, for me, like coming from me, that I, I the last game that I played was so long ago, I like the way this you is. You need to get Legends Arceus and play it. <laughs> you guys are like, yeah. You need to get all these games and play them. <laughs> you have I, a Switch now. You have no excuses anymore. <laughs> yeah, I really. So it's it's nice being able to avoid Pokemon. I love the fact that I I avoided everything in this game and was able to get through the storyline no problem. I didn't have to battle anybody. I didn't have to catch a million things. I caught what I wanted to catch and. I rolled with it through the whole thing. Like if you would have saw until I got that Charizard, like I was like, was it Lucario? I had Lucario, some other, like I had trash on my team, but I was still winning because I knew my typings and I knew how to do it. Wait, you mean Pokemon is not hard? I mean, it's not meant to be hard. Exactly. But, but as Daniel's kind of learned competitive Pokemon and the reason I say Dino's kind of learned for these six, five, six, and seven star raids, you not only have to understand type charts, 
but you could have to understand somewhat the in and outs of competitive based Pokemon. Like if I would have told Dino, you during a normal playthrough, do you ever set up a light screen? No, you no. don't. Do you growl? No, no. What do you? But do? I started to. You, I started to now that I know what it does and understand <laughs> it. <laughs> and that's where I think the the fact that the five, six, and seven star raids are actually hard. You have to do the right things. Unlike Sword and Shield, where you just bring in the type effectiveness, click button, dead. Yeah. These, you actually have to take a strategy, and you have to work with the people with you to get through a seven-star raid. I think it actually puts that easy intro into getting into competitive. I want to see Dino put together a VGC team. I want to see it. You know, it's funny because like I was like looking at that. And, yo, there's there's way so many like so many variables to put into that. Like it's just. I mean, again, I guess once you get used to it, you probably like, okay, maybe it's not as hard. But like, whenever you're a starter, so like, I remember when I first started to do PvP for Pokemon Go, I I got stressed out. I'm like, yo, this is a lot. Um, so that's how I'm in. I'm in that area right now where I'm like, holy crap, this is so much information. You got to take into consideration like all the like more I more uh stats than just the three from Pokemon Go, and on top of that, there's items. There's uh, abilities, ability. It's just way too much. And then like there's Pokemon that like are that can get like they don't get affected by certain moves because of their ability that they have. And I'm just like levitate. Is that like one of them? Yeah, Le- you don't get yeah. levitate. You can't be hit by ground moves. And then like in imagine if you're like an electric. I mean, I don't know. I think there's like a Pokemon Electros that gets is the only Pokemon is. to have no weaknesses because it has levitate and it's an electric type, which is only weak to ground. Yeah, and it's shit in Pokemon Go, but... There was another one that I came across that had Levitate. You told me. I think that was you that said, mentioned... Mag, mag, uh, magna, magna, Magmite, Magnazone, that line typically has Levitate, and you go to start throw a ground at it, and you're like, oh, never mind. No, there was one... There was a Poison from the Poison Gym. Or it was either from the Poison Gym or from the Poison uh, the person. There was one that I went to throw ground, and it was... This, this move does, has no effect. And it's because the thing was flying. By by the time I was doing the poison team star, I had already gotten my Espartha, and I was just hitting everything with psychics. Oh, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I forget which. I'll, I'll figure out which one it was. But, but yeah, no. In, in terms of like that, like I feel like VCG, like it just has a lot more. Uh, you you have to know more. Like it, yeah, or imagine just how complex it became because of terra typing. Not any Pokemon can change into any other type. Exactly, and that, that's just adding more to it. Um, I was like talking to to Hitch a little bit, like let him know, like, hey, you know, can you like let me know how this works? And I was also talking to uh, uh, Sassaflo, I think, or I forget something like that. Uh, I forget his name, but we met him in uh, the regionals in Ohio. Uh, Sassafras, yes, yeah, Sassafras, yes. Uh, and he, yeah, I read it with him a little bit when he was streaming it, and then. He actually is doing VCG competitively. And uh, Inhofe is also picking up VGC competitive. And I'm just like, holy crap. Like, I mean, it just seems like there's more. Look, we know Pokemon Go PvP and competitive is more than just tap tap. But can you see now that you're starting to see the complexity in the VGC competitive? Why those competitors look at Go and just like, this is simple and stupid. Oh, 100%. I can see like but how much easier. You now... The good news is your people are starting to see the complexities in Pokemon Go as well, because there is some complexity there as well. The catching, the, I mean, if you look at what Doombug did today, 
he played a masterful um, grand finals. Absolute perfect precision play, switching, managing energy. That If you ask a VGC player to do that, there's no way they could do that. Just like if you ask us to go and do compete at a VGC level to win a regional, there's no way we're there yet. So I, I just think it's one of those things... It was a good thing to see kind of how the complexities in both games happen, and we had that interesting perspective. Yeah. But speaking of battling, there was a gym storyline too. And I, I, I use the word line because there was absolutely no arc, no progression. It was a flat line the entire story. So let's talk about Nimona, M- N- Nimona the first time. So Astra, you've played most most of the main series games. Mm-hmm. Where's she at on your, your rival list? I prefer her to Leon's brother. Hop. Yep. Hop was awful. Hop was the most annoying person I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life next to Clive. Like, <laughs> it was, I, he was, he, every time he would pop up and just like the animation that they, cause you, if you've ever played a Pokemon game, everybody has a talking animation. They have a couple that they just repeat over and over again, no matter what. They have an excited one, they have a sad one, a mad one, you know, whatever. And his was just like this, like, squat down, fling my arms like like a gorilla or something. And it's just like, after a while, it was just like, God. And then it's always like, I gotta beat you, and I'm gonna beat my brother, and I'm gonna beat this, and I'm gonna beat that. And then at the end, it's like, you didn't beat anybody. (laughs) Oh, and I don't want to actually beat anyone. I just want to be a professor. Yeah, and then I'm, <laughs> he was just—it was just obnoxious, like him. Um, I liked her. Um, so I'll give Hop one one advantage over her. Hop consistently changed his team, trying to get better. Her team was flat the entire game. Yeah, but she that brought last the same time, six times six the Pokemon. L- the last time you play, you battle her. She was a lot harder than Hop was on your last turn. Yes, I'll, I'll agree with that. But either, either way, I at least Hop tried changing things up. She I mean, was just Double a flat was always on his team. <laughs> well, everyone has a signature Pokemon. Come on. Um, I just always need to save save my fire for last because she was always going to bring out the cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, what did you think of Nimona? Um. Okay. So, in terms of her, it's funny because I I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the Titans, but. Um, not necessarily about the Titans, but about Arvin and her. Uh, after you beat all the Titans, I think you have to meet Arvin in that lighthouse, right? And up to that point of the lighthouse, I never lost or, yeah, I never lost a battle. I never, like, fainted or anything, ever. And I, when I went against him, that was the first time I fainted, like, five times in a row. And I'm just like, holy crap. There was a huge level step up from the storylines to those final battles. Like you, if you finish all the stories, you were at like 50. Yeah. And then you go to Arvin, he's at 63. Yeah. I was just like getting wrecked, but I never lost a Nimona ever. And I'm just like, why, why? Like it, it made no sense because she was apparently like, the champion. And I'm just like, okay, this is a lot easier. And I felt that, um, Arvin was a lot harder in certain battles, especially in that one. But overall I, I do, I did like her, uh, I mean, it's not your typical like, you know, rivalry like where you know she like had like a lot of encouraging. We we haven't had a gear. We haven't had a a actual rival since probably what Gen Four Astro. 
Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. They've all been friendly rivals since. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's good to know. But I did, I did like it. I did like uh, overall. Uh, but again, like this is like a, a, in a perspective of like I haven't played, you know, Legends of Arceus or Sword and Shield. So she was not nearly as annoying as what's her face in Sword and Shield or from Legends Arceus. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that was bad. Here, battle my Pikachu and Togepi over and over and over. Yeah, my Pikachu's going to get so much stronger. Oh, God. Oh, that was, that was bad. But okay, I get so, it because that's all they could get. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> gym battles. Here, we're going to go gym by gym expected, and you can just give your quick thoughts on them. First gym expected was uh, Cortando, which was the bug gym leader, Katie. Thoughts? I, I mean, it's I a I don't bug remember. Gym. I don't remember that one. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you guys catch that all the gym leaders have second jobs? They're not yeah. just gym leaders? Yes. I love that. I yeah. love that little bit of lore with it. But wasn't so, that part of like the like you know you before going to a gym or being able to battle the gym you had to do uh, like a their task trials or, yeah. Trials. yeah so like that was their job right basically not always sometimes yes sometimes no like uh, Cortando you did the the olive rolling which was like the, for their festival yeah and you technically cut off like half the track if you hit at the right angle you could jump like three of the fences at one time in one jump yeah <laughs> um, I was lazy and just battled the two trainers in that and pushed it straight. Nice. Oh, I avoid. So I loved the fact that it wasn't like your standard. You walk into the gym and then you have to beat like 15 people to get to the gym. Like you could literally, you didn't have, like, you had to battle for um, Ghost. And then I think there was one other one you had to battle in Psychic. I'll talk about psychic. Te- technically <laughs> normal, you could battle, but you could also just look up the answers. That's what I did. I did the battles and got confused on the answers and looked them up. But yeah, we'll get to normal in a minute. Let's let's stick with Katie here. Oh, her gym challenge super easy, and she's a bug gym leader, so she's easy in general. But she's a baker. Mm-hmm. Thought that was cool. Um, next up was artisan, which was your grass gym with Brassius. Holy mother of pearl frame rates. That town entirely had no frames. Artisan was a glitchy mess. The windmills didn't work. And then you go to that gym challenge. By the time you get about the fifth sun current on your, or not sun current, sun flora on your screen. Was yours moving? Mine was just like, like it was, oh, it was bad. It looked like a South Park <laughs> <laughs> Look like South Park. <laughs> he just kind of yeah. teeter totter across the screen. Bra- uh. I assume neither of you had any problem with Brassius, considering you both had fire starters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brassius was an artist, which I thought was a kind of a cool thing. I, 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 one thing I loved about Brassius was the superhero landing, jumping off the the, the non spinning windmill and doing a superhero landing. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Uh, next up was <laughs> Lavincia, I believe is how you say it, the electric gym with Iona, who was a streamer. Hey, we have representation. So funny thing. Uh, that was my last gym that I did. Um, right after the grass, for some reason, I went and did 
the psychic gym. What the hell were you thinking? I didn't realize like it was she was that high of a level and I was just like what the hell is going on here? I've never lost in a gym. Like never lost like this in a gym. So, so y- y- that was gym especially gym number 7 Astro. Yeah, and I tried to do it third. Nice. Um Iona she was annoying to me. It was. Like yeah, they, I like that they they made her a streamer. I think that was kind of cool, but she was the over bubbly streamer that I don't like watching typically. And Clive <laughs> and the director. That's what is your problem with Clive? I I think he's just jealous of his I hair. Think he is jealous at this point. Uh, next up was supposed to be Casa Rafa, the water gym, Kofu. I like the okay. Did you guys make money off of them? Yes. How much did you make? I forgot how much I made. I made a good amount. I actually made a, yeah, I, I made a decent amount. Maybe. I made a solid 100K. Yeah. I, think... I got it on two bids. I'm like, let's go. I like <laughs> that they brought Galar in, uh, in, into this game. Yes. Just like that reference there. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys also know you can go back and do auctions even now. There's three. There's three auctions that you can do, and they rotate every four or five hours. Like you can bid on huh. just Premier Balls. So instead of buying Pokeballs to get Premier Balls, you can just go buy Premier Balls, or the Apricorn Balls will show up oh. sometimes. Those go for a hot dime. Oh yeah, because they'd be ancient. They're impossible to get otherwise. Yeah. So, um. Kofu, he water pretty unremarkable. He's a sh- he was a chef, if I remember correctly, a fish, a sushi chef. Um, I kind of wish he would have been later and had the sushi Pokemon and the sushi chef Pokemon as his team, but where he was so early in the game, he re- really couldn't come. Uh, then came up Medali, the normal gym, and Larry. The businessman Larry. Average average Joe Larry or whatever. Average Larry. Yep. yep. Thoughts on Larry? It's it's funny because you guys are saying that you, you both looked up the answers. I'm, I actually like found out all the answers. And I was just like, this whole time like afterwards, I'm like, I could have looked it up. But I didn't. I think I spent at least like 20, 30 minutes. Like, I tried once, got it wrong. I said, I ain't got time for this crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I was had I had to I had to I had to cut corner there. Yeah, um, you you were you were pushing time. Um, if you guys don't know, Medali the gym is actually where you can go change the terror types of your Pokemon. I actually was gonna ask you about that because I'm like I need to change some typings on some Pokemon, and I'm like, where the fuck do I go? And huh. if you need to breed for those that are wanting to get egg moves, you don't actually have to breed a brand new Pokemon and retrain it. If you delete a move, go get a mirror herb in Medali, give it to your Pokemon and put it in, go to a picnic with only that Pokemon and the Pokemon that has the egg move that you want to give to it. It'll transfer the egg move to it. That's how you can get belly drum very easy on that on Azu. I was okay. So that's one thing I was going to say, because like, I was like, how the heck does it specifically move just belly drum into Azu? And it has other three moves on on that Pokemon. Because only one of those are considered egg moves. 
So egg move is another complex concept that they've kind of made simpler. Used to, you would have had to breed two Pokemon together, gut an egg, and then raise the egg from level one all the way up to get that egg move. Now you just can use a mirror herb and you can transfer one move over. So is is an egg move always just one move or can no, like some a Pokemon, Pokemon learn multiple egg moves? But just so happen if Azu and Makihita, the only egg move they overlap for as an egg move is belly drum. Mm. Okay. Cause there's no such thing as like a, a Pokemon getting uh two egg moves when it gets when it hatches. Oh it could. Yeah. You can oh, get God. four as as a hatch. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So once Very again, complex. this is back to where the VGC can get really complex and they've had to make it simpler to get people keeping in because let's be frankly honest. We talk about you know non-savory things in Pokemon Go all the time. 90% of teams have been found at competitive levels and regionals and worlds to just be straight hacked Pokemon. Not they're, they're still legitimately hacked Pokemon, as in their their moves, their moves, everything is you know proper. They don't have anything crazy they couldn't have. But instead of spending sixty hours building something, three 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 keystrokes on a website, and it generates a hex code, and you put that into your game, and now you have your Pokemon. Hmm. Interesting. Versus hours grinding for material. Uh, next game or next GM Monteverde and the Ghost Trainer Rhyme. Okay, Astro, you played Sword and Shield. You <sighs> fought, P- or is it Pierce was the dark gym? Pierce, is that his name? Pierce, my favorite. You seen that cutscene? That thing was awesome. The ghost did they did they not do the music gym right this time? Yeah, I still voice acting would have made that so much better. But at least I could feel the energy because the music was good behind it. Yeah, unlike Pierce, where it was dead silence when he was singing yeah. with no words or anything on screen. Mm-hmm. They did it good. I enjoyed it. I like I said in uh, when we started about the dog. I love the fact that out of nowhere, like the dogs just start coming up out of the ground. Um, and can we just talk? Since we mentioned music, this game, the music, beautiful. start to finish, just amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dino, this is something you probably have never had a experience with. Double. This was probably your first ever double battle. Uh, I did. Well, where did I have this? I think it was in one of the games like Pokemon Stadium. Not spo- not Pokemon Stadium, but uh, uh, Coliseum. Coliseum? Yeah, yeah, I played po- Pokemon Coliseum. Okay, you played Coliseum. So you had a little experience, but Double Battles is actually the official competitive format. Yeah, I was like, I-, I remember when we went to Ohio, I was just like, oh, like, yeah. what-, what is this? This seems more complex and you got to like know which one to attack more. I, I don't even want to get That's into where it. That's follow me and helping hands and all these nope. other things come into play. Oh, God. But I, I love that they gave Ryan a double battle so you at least were introduced to that concept. And once again, I think they did a really good job throughout the entire gym portion of it introducing you to the concepts of competitive play. Um, yeah, that, that threw me off for sure. Though. I was like, oh, I'm using two Pokemon. <laughs> then up is Astro's favorite gym and Alfornda what the music for this town, that country western Aztec music. Oh, I loved it. It was good. So before we move on, only because it was as I was playing the game, like I'm playing it in the living room, um, 
and I was doing this gym today, actually the rhyme gym today. Um, my sister walks by, doesn't nothing about Pokemon, whatever. And she was, you know, watching and she goes, so why does she have to be a rapper? Good point. I felt, and when I looked at it, I went, yeah, for everything that they're doing in this game, that was the one part that I think they could have done differently. But I still liked her. She was probably she my was good. Gym. She her was good. And Larry, Larry, I just feel in my soul. Yeah, we, I mean, we, she was good, but it was. I wouldn't have even thought about that, but you're right. Yeah, I felt that. You also yeah. did you know she's the sister of one of the school teachers? I yeah, I I, I was gonna figure that. I out. was gonna say that too. <laughs> yeah, but Larry was my my just the concept of Larry. <laughs> so beaten down. Just, he was oh. he was like. Every man in America. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah, 100. Uh, percent uh, And then okay. uh, Tulip in the Psychic Gym in Alpharonda, um, Astro's favorite gym. So much easier the second time around. So, can I, can I tell you guys something? Do you know you could have gotten every single answer wrong to her gym challenge and still passed it? When I asked you to make the faces and get the right fate, it didn't matter. Huh? You didn't say it. Huh? Wow. Um, Steve from It's Super Effective actually tested that on stream and just didn't do any of them. Didn't click a button. Hmm. Yeah, that that goes back to where it lessens the impact when you know that. Um, As a psychic gym leader, Tulip was tough. Good news is I had Tinkaton who resists psychic moves and I had Mascarada who was part dark type. So I just crushed her. But I could see if you didn't have those things and didn't, I think two or three of hers have crunch. So they were just destroying your, your, your fire gator. Oh yeah. Yeah. But so I'm trying to remember who it was. So my brother got the game and when I was playing the psychic one, he was here and he said, he said he had some Pokemon and then he had a Pyroar. And when you put out the first Pokemon, it turns into Pyroar or something. Zeraora. Yeah, that's what he had. And he yeah. said that he used that the entire time. Took yeah. Out oh, yeah, that, that would destroy that gym. And I don't understand. I, I didn't understand what he was saying, but I didn't want to be like, I have no idea what Zeraora you're saying. is a dark type Pokemon. So it it's it has immunity to psychic moves. OK, same reason my Masquerada just destroyed that gym. Okay. Type effective chart makes the game easy. Yeah, I I, I just didn't know what Pokemon he was talking about, and then I was like, Yeah, Zero or it's the same one that broke Pokemon Go. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's so the one that it was the one that broke our gotchas. Does it? So it turns its abilities. It imitates its imposters. Another Pokemon in your oh. party. So if you're competitively using it. You may think you're attacking a Pikachu, but you're actually attacking a dark type Pokemon. So if you try to throw a side, okay, let's say you, you had, um, annihilate in your party, mm-hmm. the opposing trainer is going to think I can throw psychic at annihilate and it'd be super effective because it's part fighting, uh, but it's actually a dark type. Okay. So it's Got imposter it. ability helps a lot there. Um, 
final gym, Glacido, which was the ice dam in Grusha. Did you enjoy going snowboarding? That was fun. Yeah, except that was fun. The, except that for the fun. fact that uh, you're riding Pokemon. Didn't let it wasn't a smooth ride. Like it just it seemed like it was resisting the ride the whole way. <laughs> just like every other part of the game. It was just like yeah. I don't want to go any further. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was a cool challenge. Yeah. I mean, I there's just no way to make ice tough. Mm-mm. Annihilate it, the entire thing. I, and then when you bring up Altaria in at the end, and I'm like, huh? And then it it becomes an ice and type. And then it and becomes like, an ice type, and I'm like, <laughs> Did you really not catch on to the fact that every time the last Pokemon always terrored into the t- gym type? Uh, I kind of did, but then I lose track of how many I've battled. Um, um, especially when I have like the kids running around yelling at me or going, what's this daddy? And who's that? And I'm trying to explain things. And then I'm like, Altaria, this is weird. And then I saw it do that crystallizing thing, which I guess God, if we're going to have takes so long final thoughts on the game at some point. Yeah, we will. We'll get, there. Um, we'll get to my take on that. <laughs> um, and then you join into battling the elite four. This was great. <laughs> One thing I loved, I, I miss the grandness of Sword and Shield and gym battles in general. That stadium atmosphere was just so awesome to Correct. go back to having five people watch you. Yeah. What's nice horrible. about the Elite Four, though, instead of going into individual rooms where it's only you and the E4 member, they stay after you beat them mm-hmm. and watch and make comments on what's happening. So you start out with Rika, uh, the ground type. I just destroyed Rika. I had my Masquerada and just throw grass move, grass move, grass move, grass move. You're dead. Mm-hmm. Rika, kind of, in my opinion, the least memorable of the Elite Four. Yeah. Minus the hairdo. Minus the, once again, the hair. Uh, and then Poppy waddles out onto the stage. <laughs> What'd you guys think of Poppy? I thought Poppy was awesome. Especially at the end when she terraformed whatever, and you realize that the steel emblem is a giant axe in the head of the Pokemon. You hadn't realized that already. I that was the first that was the first steel terra form whatever that I had gotten. What? Okay, for you to take so long to beat this game, what were you doing with all of your time? Sleeping. I could honestly tell you, I fell asleep. <laughs> So many times in this game during all the talking. Like, That's fair. Yeah. That is fair. That's too um, funny. The, having a baby as an E4 member was just so confusing. But she wasn't. She was like. Okay, so maybe it's not weird for me because I watch a lot of anime. Um,. In a lot of animes, like, that is a normal thing. Oh, yeah, Baby Goku. I remember Baby Goku. Yeah. So... He, he could wreck some people. Exactly. So there's not an age in in this culture. An age does not determine how, how strong you are. Which I think is a good little message there. Yeah. And then we get the surprise of all surprises. This guy pissed me off. <laughs> and Larry returns for an epic... Come back, pissed. But he's not. He's not normal off. this time. 
God, I wish I knew this. Larry comes out with flying types. Which does not work when you put out Lucario and Annihilate. <laughs> because I thought he was going to stay normal the whole time. Didn't he say it, though? Like when we yeah, first, but no, like... he says it after you start. Yeah, he says it after he, you start. They did. They were <laughs> smart. They made you think you were going into a normal battle. I put Flamigo in the front. Yeah. And, and then I, he Flamingo changes got it. Bodied, and then I just brought in Tinkaton, and he couldn't touch me. Yeah. God, I love Tinkaton. <laughs> Such a so, good Pokemon. So by this point, just so everyone knows, uh, as I was playing, I had two Pokemon left. I had no revives. Didn't go into the E4 with revives? What are you doing? Uh, oh, I, after Sword and Shield, they healed you between matches, so you probably didn't think you needed them. Um, got him. Yep. Uh, and I had no nothing. I had nothing. I couldn't level up. Like So there's, for those of you who like don't know the game that well, um, if you are in a situation like that and you don't have a revive, you can always level up your Pokemon, and once you level it up, it gives it HP, so if it's uh, if it's fainted, it revives it, and then you can whatever. Um, I was out of all of that, I was out of all berries, and all anything that could give my Pokemon life or health, I was out of, and I was sitting with Charizard and Azu. Now, you want me to tell point. you a little secret, what you could have done? Did you know your box is still accessible when you're in the E4? See, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that at first. You can Until go into your box and just get a Pokemon. I out. did not realize that at this point. So, but just so you know, I didn't realize that, and at this point, I was literally down to two Pokemon, and neither one of them were at full health going into Larry. So, my f- any thoughts on Larry's before battle, Dina? Uh, no. I mean, I, like like you guys, I was just very shocked. I'm like. This guy looks familiar. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I faced him. Uh, I think this may be one of the f- only the second time they've ever had a gym leader become an E4 member, if I remember correctly. Wasn't one of the electric gyms? Yeah, in so in Sun and Moon, I think Sun the electric moon, gym the, leader became a E4. Was an elite four? Yeah, but also in Sun and Moon, they were just building their E4, so you know that was a whole different thing. Yeah. Um. My favorite part of the entire E4 happened after the Larry battle. Because this man is just so beat down, he he just can't even raise his voice, and he's like, hassle. I keep yelling like, at him. They're like, you, you gotta, gotta speak louder. louder. Hassle. I, I, I feel that. You feel the yeah. Just, I'm too beat down to even scream for my replacement to come into the I'm room. So Please just breathe the man. <laughs> just like... It fit the character so well. I loved it so much. It was really um, good. Hassle coming in, coming in strong. Right out of the gate, dragon typing, which good news is you had an Azu left, Astro. No, I did not. What? Nope. When Hassle came in, oh, all no! I had left all I had left was Charizard. Oh no. Let me tell you what move though I had on Charizard. Dragon Pulse. Dragon Pulse. Just boom, 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 go. Um, Hassel, I, I liked him as a teacher better than I did as the E4 member. Yeah. I agree. It was a weird... It was just... It was weird. Um, Gita, the champion of the region, or one of the champions, the head champion, 
that's still weird about the story where there's multiple champions, but whatever. Um, her team was pretty easy, but do you know how impossible her team would have been if they changed one thing? Take her ace and make it the first Pokemon to where you hit it, it sets up spikes. If you make that first instead of last, how much harder is that? You lose the battle. Straight up, lose it. Oh, no, yeah. you don't because you don't have anything to switch in at that point. Yeah. But how many other people would have would have lost that battle had they had to deal with toxic spikes the entire battle? A lot. <laughs> also, this was probably the first time most people saw King's Gambit. Yep. King's Gambit. I love that Pokemon. Yeah. I can't wait for it to come to go. I, I I will I guarantee you because of the way you have to evolve it where you have to beat ten others and they have to be holding us we're gonna end up having to do like ten raids with this thing. And I'll pay the ten dollars to evolve it. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> that cool. It is Look, really cool. I, I've never even evolved my Runarigus and Go. Because I don't want to have to deal with doing the raids. Actually that's me too. So yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, once you finish that up, you battle Nimona again, which was a pretty lackluster finishing battle. Overall, gym battles, meh. It was it was the same old, same old. There was nothing that really improved the franchise there. Nope. Stay the same, and I'm just like, okay, cool. But um. then you come to Area Zero. Oh, the final part of our show here before we talk a little futures. Um, first off, did you guys, do, do you like that they kind of kept the save the world part to like kind of what you would consider post game typically? Yeah. Instead of doing it in the middle of my elite four run. <laughs> That's why I was asking. Gee, I'm like, I have no idea. I Sword, and shield, Sword and shield. You, you literally, they, they stop the E4 to, right to do the go right. save the world. But here's the best part. It's right before you go face Leon. Yeah. That's lovely. <laughs> it's just like, stop. Nope. You got another 20 minutes before you can battle this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that part. Okay, let's talk. Th- let's talk about the area first. So, especially if you weren't following some of the new cycles. This is probably the first time you've seen a lot of the Pokemon as far as the Paradox stuff, wasn't it, Astro? Um, or did you see them because you were raiding with us and you're like, oh, what's those things? The the iron ones? Yeah, the iron. Uh, the first time, that was the first time I've seen, I saw the iron ones minus um, the Don Fan looking one. Yeah. The, the, iron Treads? Yeah, because that was my my ground, I think. Ground Titan? Yep. Um, but besides that, the only one that I saw that I was like, huh, was Giraffarig's evolution. So that wasn't a future. That's just a, in the generation, you could actually get that before Area Zero. Right. But that was the first time I had saw one. Yeah. So I thought it was, it was pretty cool. Well, no, wait, no, the psychic gym lady had one. Yeah. I was going to say you had to see it. You you probably just blocked that out of your memory as hard as that gym was on you. Yeah. Um, the area zero it was, was beautiful. It was the it best was scene, best scenery in the whole game. Best scene, and it ran perfectly smooth, which just tells me they 
what tells me the problem with the main game, they preload the entire map, and Pokemon does not understand how to optimize for a full world map load. Typically in, in open world games, what happens is anything behind you is not actually rendered. As soon as it moves behind you, it unrenders to give up processing for what's in your field of view. Mm-hmm. Pokemon did not do that. That's why your frame rate is so bad. I was going to say zero. It's a smaller part of the world. It, yeah. I had no issues with frame rate there. And it looked beautiful. I love that it was multi-tiered. And it got kind of like you started out in the grasslands and then you went caves and it was this beautiful crystallized area. Iron Bundle. Iron Bundle. Yeah, I, f- I figured so you were great. so happy about Iron that Bundle. That was so great. Um, So, do you want to talk story here? Or you got any other thoughts on the area itself before we get into the story? I just love that Delibird. First, first Delibird attacks you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the best part is the first where, what is it? Uh, I, I don't know. I always want to call her Naomi, whatever her name is. That Nimona. Yeah, Nimona. Makes the, wow, this sounds a little video gamey to me. Because it says, like, you got to unlock the floor. You got to find yeah. the floor. And, and then later, when I think when you get to the second one or the third uh, thing to unlock, Penny goes, let me guess, something's going to jump out and fight us. <laughs> Yes, I loved that. Was, and I was like, thank you so much. It was the fourth so one. It was yeah. the fourth one. Uh, I was like, thank you so much for that. That that I picked up on those little things and it was just like, okay, that's good. Um but other So than did that, you guys guess the story for Area Zero? Did you guess what was gonna happen? If I did, I, I de- it definitely wasn't close to what actually happened. I yeah, no, I I didn't guess any of it, honestly. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, that whole, um, like, Zarud storyline from the movie. Like, mm-hmm. the whole, like, prodigal son returns. was they were trapped in the, your, your parent. Because, see, Dino didn't have Toro. It was Dino's mom. Well, not... Or not his... Arvin's mom. Not my mom, but... Arvin's uh, mom for Arvin's Dino. Arvin's mom. It was for me. So, the like, oh. it was Arvin's mom... As, as the professor or whatever it is. Yeah, we had and Arvin's dad. And you guys had Arvin's dad. Because someone was telling me like, oh yeah, he, he, he. And I'm like, why are you guys saying he? It's a she. Yeah, sorry. And, yeah, and I was like, well, I'm so confused. Yeah. So the, the, the games had different professors. Also, this is the first game that you never see the professor till the end of the game. You never actually meet the professor till the end. Yeah. And you Never technically really don't ever meet the professor. Exactly. I had it pegged as they were stuck in either the past or the future, and you were going to help them come back. Yeah. That's ex- what I thought that story was going to be the entire time. So you start out, and I, well, Astro mentioned before, this is the best world building and storytelling they did through the entire game. Because what happened was once you started walking, you didn't have to click A for the next piece of text. It's just as you hit marks on the map, the text changed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like had they had that text earlier in the game, I would have felt even more connected to these characters because it world built these characters as people I need to care about. It was fun. Like yeah. the story, like 
that's what like I felt like it felt like honestly you were playing two different games. Like it felt like they had two different like groups of people working on two different games and then they smashed them together. And but did you notice the part this portion of the story is back on the the traditional it's is a on rails story. You only can go one particular direction for this. Right. But I'm going in that direction and the texts are coming as I'm moving and, you know, whatever. And they're making jokes and they're talking about like, wow, you know, I'm guessing that this guy and his dad have like some issues going on here. Like, like it was like Penny was, it was real. Yeah. And Penny was perfect. Penny's comments throughout the entire end of the game were perfect because she just called it as it is. She said what you were thinking the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I also think the fact that they had the story where your legendary was afraid to come out of its Pokeball was so good. It played it. It made me care more about that legend. Like I already liked my legend, but I'm like, okay, what happened here? Yeah. And then you get to the first one and you're, you know, you get some traditional text. Then the second one, you get some traditional text. Then you come to the third research station, and that place is destroyed. And then you get the kind of, I, I will say I was kind of shocked by it. You get the robotic text coming up, and the language changes, and things start to, you start to get that first sense of something is a little more off than I expected at Research Station 3. Like, once again, I thought it was, we're stuck in the future, we're stuck in the past. I didn't think it was the big reveal, which was, no, this ain't the professor at all. This is an AI. I I actually thought, like, someone, like, took over her, oh, mine, her mind or something, and it, <clears throat> it was somebody else, but, like, I, I didn't expect that it wasn't her at all, or, in your case, him at all. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? I, this is just, like, a fucking mind fuck. Like, it's just yeah. like... And then you get to the bottom, and you get the big reveal that you don't have the only legend, which has never been done in these games. Huh. Hold See, on. That, uh, not just that. You don't get the other legend. Yeah. You don't see the other legend. You never know Coridon or Maridon exist in your universe, which yep. I think. Awesome. Perfect. 10 out of 10. It fits the story and the thing. Cause I was afraid what was going to happen at the end there was you were going to come down the stairs and you were going to be met with the opposite legend. Yeah, like a and whole that would have been Dialga, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing. Um, I think that was awesome. Also, these legends in their fighting form. Oh my god, they look cool. Yeah. Um, Dragon Electric, Fighting Dragon, or Dragon Fighting. Uh they look great. And then you you go and you meet the professor and you learn the professor is actually an AI. And you learn before Arvin does. Like, you immediately learn that, hey, your parent's dead. Yeah, I was Did like... Did you think they were going to kill the parent? At all, ever in Pokemon? I was just like, what the fuck? Like, it just threw me off. Oh, my... Yeah. It blew my mind. Like, th- oh, my God. That just absolutely blew my mind going, they actually went there. 
Which I do think is the reason you got the storyline that you didn't care for with the Titans. The dog didn't die. Because that would have just been loss on loss on loss for Arvin. And I, they, they don't want to go that deep. Yeah. yeah. I think by having the dog survive, but the dad died, it actually made that even more gut-wrenching in the end. That here, I was saving my dog so I could save my parent. Yeah. I only find out that my parent's dead. So you go in, everybody comes in and you start to do the battle. And Arvin is oblivious, poor guy, just seeing things through rose-colored glasses, thinks he's found his parent. You're doing this big battle, and then you learn that, hey, this thing isn't an AI, and great storytelling. Hey, guess what? They left failsafes behind. Even though the AI knows that it needs to stop what's happening with this time machine, it can't because it's programmed to protect the time machine at all costs. So you go through that first battle, and best scene in this game, it jumping up 40 feet into the air and just dropping Master Balls. Oh, yeah. casually dropping master balls oh here's iron hands here's screen tail here's xyz futuristic or past pokemon come beat me yeah and then you beat him or her and you get the okay legend battle let me lock away your pokemon i like the way they done it you you didn't like this astra um i didn't like how it end how the battle ends the fact that you had what to use doing one the- of the moves in order to end the battle. And yeah. I think this was them teaching you that this is how you are supposed to use Terra. I think that was a specific choice they made to say, this is how Terra is supposed to work. You should use it this way. <clears throat> but then you get to the story ending. Oh my God. Uh, Did it look? I was gonna say, didn't didn't he say that he had a gut feeling though? He did, but but you the, the line, and it, it it I get a little personal here. I grew up when I went twenty years without speaking to my father. Very sick man, lots of reasons. Uh, on my on Christmas when I was twenty five, so now nearly ten years ago, I found out my dad was in the nursing home with Alzheimer's. And I decided to go see him. And I walked in the room and the first thing he does is immediately know who I am. And just looks at me and says, I hope you know, I always loved you. And then to see, even though it's Arvin's, Arvin's parents, AI saying, Hey, your parent may have not been there for you, but I know because I have their memories that they always loved you. Just hit so hard. And then to have it going, oh, yeah, I want to experience what, you know, your parent wanted to experience and go to the future, or go to the past. And Arvin have to suffer that loss kind of two times in one go. Was so heart wrenching. It is probably, in my opinion, the single best ending to a Pokemon game they've ever made. It was, it was, yeah, it was definitely good. And the thing is, like, this goes back to, like, uh, how we were mentioning. I, I, I mean, it's a little bit, I guess, going off, but, um, going back to the whole, like, bullying thing and storyline, they just have a lot of, like, points of, like, real life, kind of like how the story at the end. And the funny thing is, like, uh, like you mentioned, an AI, like, kind of get, gave you an advice, like, I guess, for people that went through something like that similar in real life. 
So like same thing with bullying, you know, I think if I'm, if I don't remember exactly, but they did give like some advice also in that not to care and just be yourself. So like this game, like beyond being like just fun and then you enjoyed it and all these new things, uh, it just like, I felt like it gave you a little bit like a life lesson in small little parts in each storyline. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know, like I said, that that ending hit me. I, I, I'll admit it. I cried at the ending of the game. I teared mm-hmm. up. I had a nice little cry because it meant a lot. I, I, my dad, the end of that story, my dad did die a couple years after that. So, you know, losing, losing a parent is really hard and it bring, it brought back that emotion to me, but it also brought back the good memory of that interaction I had after getting to see my dad again after so many years. So yeah. I, I, I commend them for it. I, I thought they would never go that dark with an ending. But good God, it hit because they did. Because they kept it at a true, relatable human level. And it's probably going to hit harder for adults than it will for kids. But I think it still works for kids, too. They can still see that kind of storyline there. Yeah, which is crazy. I I didn't really thought about it, but you mentioned, like, it hits really hard. But, uh, you know, uh, I... I couldn't really really like relate too much it to it but i did relate to arvin a little bit in terms of like with his dog when he was sick so like how he did everything and even like kept the secret that he was actually doing that to feed his dog to heal him uh and he was basically doing anything to make sure that he was good and like how sad he was when he wasn't getting better and like i felt that for me because like i had multiple dogs pass away and stuff like that so it, it it hit different in different aspects so like i i get it like like more people like maybe they got more uh emotional with like the the bullying and stuff like that it was just like relatable but overall like i'm saying like this they just did really good like honestly i, I really enjoyed it C- can we talk about one problem with this game though what is that you're a terrible friend because you finished this you're your best you know you're you're, you're the friend you've been helping her all this just you know for all things and purposes lost their father and you're like, screw this. You don't have time to grieve. Let's go on another adventure. And you oh, run away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I get they had to make the ending lighthearted to kind of offset the tremendous loss that happened. But man, you're a jerk. Like, come on. Give the guy a hug. <laughs> Ask him if he's okay. Don't be like, are you coming or not? We're going to leave you behind if you didn't. Everyone else in your life's left you. He's like, I guess I'll go. <laughs> He's like, well, I, I don't want to lose anyone else, so I guess I'm coming with you. Like, <laughs> that, I saw that. I'm like, my God, we're a jerk in this game. Yeah, it was all back. It was a roller coaster. It was pretty, it was pretty funny, though. Um, but, so, got two things I want to kind of close out with. Number one, final thoughts over on the game. If you want to give it a score, give it a you know score out of ten. If you don't, you don't have to. Let's go, Astro. Uh, being that I've played multiple Pokemon games, um, and main series games, uh, hands down the best main series game. Yes. Um, if it had the Pokeball throwing mechanic from Arceus. It would have been the best Pokemon game, period. Like, there would be no the scenery, the open world. Um, I love the fact that, like, once you're able to climb up the walls, 
like I literally could just go straight. <laughs> like I just <laughs> climbed up the walls and glided yep. and climbed up just like I would do in Breath of the Wild, like to get the places faster. Um there was, you know, some glitchy things. I still hate the fact that I cannot jump. Like I have that, to use a Pokemon to jump. That half inch ledge is the death of me. <laughs> um but uh other than that, I enjoyed it. It is the first Pokemon game that I finished and still want to keep playing. Um Sword and Shield I finished twice and that was it. Okay. Um and just think there's DLC coming. Yeah. If you didn't notice, pull up your map in the, the top right corner. There's like an area that's grayed off. That's DLC. They didn't even notice that until you mentioned that like a while ago. Oh, it's like they're not even trying to hide it this time. That is yeah. just straight. Here's the DLC, DLC area. It's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's it's just like how like Zelda, like with Breath of the Wild, like you finish the game, but there's still so much more you can do. Um Besides, like, the rate, like, I know, like, Dino in our in our group chat was like, okay, so I beat the game, what else is there to do? Um, and, and you were just like, well, there's raiding and shiny hunting, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, but there's so much of this game you didn't see. Unless you, like, literally explored every inch of every place, there's so much there. There's actual, like, islands out in the sea that you don't even notice as part of the yeah. main story game. Like, I... I still am exploring the map. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. Like, and I'm excited to keep playing it and, and whatever, and try and learn a little bit about this competitive, uh, aspect of the game. But as far as everything scenery, yes, the lag sucked, but the scenery, the artwork, the music, the storylines, they had their Pokemon flaw, storylines like every pokemon game has you know the cheesy parts and whatever but i would give it a solid i would give it an eight out of ten i think that's a that's a good grade um dino your final thoughts so for me like the fact that he mentioned i mean um ashley did mention like he he, it is it is a an, an amazing game and the fact that even like it's an amazing game with these small little flaws. And this is like their first time doing this sort of game, I guess, sort of. Uh, the fact that it was that good and it had these flaws, like you, they have so much room for improvement that I think it can get better. Um, so I, I definitely expect it to get slightly better or a lot better in the coming games. Uh, I, I will say, even with the some crappy designs that they had, I still thoroughly enjoyed the game a lot. Um, and yes, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I'm probably going to get every single main series game moving forward now, uh, which before like I didn't want to because I knew this was going to happen where I'm just like suck in. Uh, but I mean, let's yeah, be honest, you, you stopped playing GBL for a couple weeks. I did. It also did help that I, it, it actually like went hand in hand that we we both did hit legend and we were just chilling. If not, that would have been. I don't know how that would have been. I guess we'll find out in another time. Uh, but yeah, I definitely did stop. I probably played like one set for like a week or so. Uh, I, I 
done. I hit ace, and I was very lucky hey, that I hit. Fastest you've ever hit ace. I know, but I was very lucky I hit ace because of the Nobody amount of games I've actually played <laughs> since I got this game has been com- like it's completely taken over like any extra time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so overall, like, I feel like I, I enjoyed the game. I think that there were some great designs, great storyline, uh, great concept overall. And I, I agree. I, I would probably give it an eight out of 10 as well. Yeah. So my, my final thoughts on it, I, I do think it is the best main series Pokemon game, hands down, not even close. I do think the graphical issues is a big problem and it, they're, they're saying they're going to address them. They're patchable things i'm gonna give some faith which i don't know why we would in the pokemon company they've never really fixed issues in the past uh (laughs) let's just be honest i will say the story is by far the best and i like that they divided up the here's the main game and here's the oh it's kind of end of the world stakes but even then it wasn't it was still personal small end of the world stakes um i think the music absolutely amazing throughout the entire game and it shifted perfectly town to town village to village to be fit the theme of that area the designs especially coming off sword and shield these were some great designs because there was a few good designs in sword and shield but there were so few new pokemon in sword and shield that you you just didn't hit as hard on a lot of them um this was the first time in a while i think there have been over 100 new pokemon so that's kind of awesome. I, if I was a parent buying this for a kid, I would probably say hold off and see if they fix the graphical things first. Unless you talk to your child about it and, and kind of had that conversation that, yes, there's going to be some issues. This is not going to be the smoothest thing in the world, but, you know, it's still a fun game and they're going to be into that kind of situation where they love Pokemon. If you love Pokemon, you're going to love this game. If you are not a Pokemon fan, this isn't Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild brought non-Zelda fans into the franchise because it was so groundbreaking. This is groundbreaking for a Pokemon fan, but not the general market. And I say that as a Pokemon fan who loved this game. I agree 8 out of 10 is a solid score. I could even see a 7, 5 out of 10 because of the graphical issues. You fix the graphical issues. Give me shiny sounds. Give me um, Legends Arceus catching. This is 20 out of 10. This is a perfect game. Which shows you just how close they've come. So I love it. The only other thing is, do how long till we get these, these, these Pokemon and go? I just want a general prediction to end on. Astro, how long? And just the first wave. Like We know they don't come all at once anymore. So the fir- when do we get the first... Paldean Pokemon. Normally they would do it at game release. Um, Probably when the next DLC comes out. When the DLC. Like how they did for. What is it? Isle of Armor. Yeah. Mm. That one. Um, Yeah, that's probably. And it's going to. Don't expect something crazy. It'll probably be like the crab or. Something like that. Yeah, it's not going to be Annihilate for a long time, Dean. No, Annihilate. You know, the thing is, like, 
I, I was going to like say, because there were some forms that they did give to us. Like, you have Alolan Marowak. You have, you know, Pokemons like that. And, you know, Alolan Ninetales. That's a while from now. And they gave it to us because you have Cantonian Ninetales. You have Kanto uh, Marowak. And so that's the same concept that I was seeing, like, with Quagsire, maybe. But because I guess it's called something else, maybe it's not going to be the same thing. I- think we would get the wig wig trio and the the tentacruel the what is it toad toad's cruel toad's cruel first yeah i was gonna say it was gonna be those pokemon they were gonna introduce it's not actually new pokemon and that's what i feel like it would be if it did come out with being that that patch or a dlc thing that you guys were talking about i feel like that's when it would be like if it was if it wasn't for that i'd probably say a year is probably like the next time but I do definitely think that it will be the next time they give like an update to the game. I think we're looking at either Go Fest or Go Fest wrap up event, and it'll probably be egg locked Pokemon. Yeah, because good God, they gotta get their money. Yeah, yeah, yep. So overall, like I said, this is a nice game. I do highly recommend it. But before we wrap up, of course, we got to do our normal little wrap up here. So we want to say a huge thank you to all of our Patreons. Uh, thank you guys so much for our support. It does mean the world to us. You can support us for as little as $1 a month. Links for all that will be in our show notes. Make sure to go support our BTW Network streamers, Lyle's Jeff 3, Instinct Leader Spark, Confessions, Kyle Throws, Evan7713, Gracie Z. And specifically, if you want VGC Scarlet Violet streaming, Mythical Hitch. Uh, He is currently doing a lot of shiny hunting and building out some things. So keep, make sure you go and check him out. Uh, Big thank you to our Coach's Corner supporters, Clifford Mert, Rescue Gogo, Eastwood, Moshpit37, Uncle B-Stud, Hasui and Ryan, Shoestar, Herm, The Moustached Golem, Soup Nasty, Ryan Hood, and Graves. Our BTW legends, thanks Obama, Kittens and High Five, E110, Day 49 Raptor, King Tom, and Soren Roses. Our Discord admins, Raya683, Fish on a Heater, Lyle's Jeff3. For more exciting news, you can check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv or slash btwpvp. You can also check us out on YouTube. That's btwpvp official there. We are getting good series is now available in full for season one. All those links will, of course, be in our show notes. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at btwpvppodcast. You can email us info at btwpvp. Links for our merch store, Patreon, as well as our friends over at the Roundtable Chat will all be in our show notes, as well as on our fantastic website, btwpvp.com. If becoming a Patreon is not your thing, you can support the show in so many other ways. Number one thing, just share the show. It helps us tremendously. You can also leave a like, give us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. And with that, I want to say thank you for listening to BTW um, PVP. I'm Wildcat Dad 17. I'm Dino. And I'm Astro Zombie 954. And until next time, good luck and get good.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 